Hey, what's up? Welcome to Movie Dumpster Season 3, Episode 25. It's October! Trick or Trash is back in full effect, and today, we're kicking it all off with Satan's Little Helper from 2004, directed by Jeff Lieberman. I'm Joel Escola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. I'm Connor, the keeper of Richard Mole's eyebrows, McGraw. Welcome to the dumpster. That's really just pretend. Right? Yeah. Of course it is. We're just playing a game. But that's not Alex. Oh, right. Insane. <laughs> Bang on. Isn't that a little chancy? I mean, this is Halloween. Isn't that when all the creepy things are supposed to stock the earth? It deals with demons. Demon resurrection and those forces which roam the forest and dark bowers of man's domain. The first few pages warn that these enduring creatures may lie dormant but are never truly dead. It's Halloween, Halloween, have you forgotten? They're coming to get you, Barbara. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare. Trick or treat. They're mine. He can't have them back. <laughs> what? Is he dead? Are you wearing them right now, Connor? No, no, of course not. I gave them to Eobard. They're part of his house. Give me back my <laughs> eyebrows, damn it. Yeah, where'd they go? Mistima commands you. You're going to wake up one day in your bed with all these wires attached to you, and you're just going to look around confused when you end up in the fiery pits of hell. Oh, yeah, man. I, I, he... Better be in full Mistima garb, or I'm gonna be very disappointed if he shows up. Yeah, he's gonna oops upside your head with that fucking that sword he's got. Yeah, I wake up, he's like, well, well, well. I'm like, uh, <laughs> have you ever seen Night Court? <laughs> <laughs> I picked up Lou Ferrigno once. No, that was not Body by Jake. I'm, I'm in a very awkward frame of that show where I'm he's embracing Lou Ferrigno's waist. Hey man, he was the bailiff. My head was shaved for that because I was in another Charles Band production. Yeah, I did read that too. Um, yeah, yeah, it was like, and I, I was, it was, uh, tr- Richard Mole bald because of, uh, like, low-budget sci-fi horror movie. I was like, please tell me it's Dungeon Master. No, no, it was something after, I th- uh, no, it was before Dungeon Master, but after Evil Speak. Okay. But, uh, yeah, before we get into the, uh... Spooky festivities? Yeah, the blood and guts, uh, uh, the, the, the battle between Satan and God? Or something? Or, or whatever? <laughs> yeah, let's, um, <laughs> let's, uh, we got some Patreon questions, or what? Banging out these devil cards. Confrontations. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a good point, Connor. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Mistima, Esteban, Satan Man. Yeah. Devil Man. <laughs> come on, baby. Nick Cave in the Bad Seas is going to come sing this guy into the movie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's actually Nick Cave in sa- in the costume? <laughs> it could be. Joke's on you, motherfucker. I wrote all my my songs from reading the Bible. Can you imagine? He's just, like, fucking ripping someone's intestines out. He's like, ah, Tupelo down. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going to go into this Patreon question, but that idea just tickled me. Who do you guys think from the MDU would be in there? I'm just going to say Baldwin immediately. Uh, why is it always... I, look, Baldwin can't be everything, all right? He can't be this energetic. Yeah, uh, but he's grabbing Catherine Winnick's tits constantly in this film. He is incredibly too smart for Daniel Baldwin. Okay, true, true. You, oh, you know who it is? Who? It's Jody, all grown up. I think that's who it is. Oh. That makes way too much sense to the point where, like, I'm alarmed. Like... <laughs> I think it even lines up as far as the year this came out goes. Yes. Yeah. I think it does. He saw Uncle Sam, what he was doing with that costume. He said, hey, you know what? This scarred me for life. Let me let me try something a little different. 
Fuck it. I love Halloween, question mark. I burned all my uh, army figures and I got uh, Halloween ones. And I bought McFarlane's Movie Maniacs. Yeah, I definitely didn't burn down the police station. (laughs) We'll get there. Or maybe I've thought about it. Who knows? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, sure. You guys got a guess before I get into uh, Dustin's question here? It's Granny. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right? That's what she does every Halloween. She just puts the wheelchair down. She's like, time to go make some real trouble. There's a caveat there. It's Granny. But she's okay. So there's an episode of Monsters called uh, "The Mother Instinct," where the chick from Tremors um, plays this like abused uh, daughter uh, to this other elderly woman character, and she and the elderly woman breeds these dare I say graboid like creatures in her garden. But they eat this like they they like fertilize the ground, which like grows these melons. And when you juice these melons, it gives you like super strength. Like it's like Captain America juice in a glass. The fuck? Yeah. Hey. Hey, uh, boys, uh, where, where, where can I get one of those uh, melons? I, I, I visited Ethel's house, and she has those magic worms that grow those little melons. Makes me big and strong. I'm interested in a night of ultraviolence. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Dude, she's kicking it like the fucking Maloko Vela set, but it's the melon juice. <laughs> Shoppings you up. I'm just thinking Gramps with the uh, spivy cucumber with a couple of melons below it. <laughs> No, she puts that on her eyes, dude, when she's, like, kicking it in the fucking, uh, in the, uh, the spa. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, and the, does she have that skin suit on under the Satan Man suit that she had, uh, Haggerty make for robot jocks? You know, that scientist? Does she got, like, a t- two layers going here? I think what it is is that's the Six Flags guy's face. When it dries, <laughs> it turns into Satan Man. Okay! He has to get it fucking tucked. Is he actually in there? Yeah. He, he, you know what? It could be the Six Flags guy, honestly. You know, he's, he's gonna take out all the people in this movie and then he's gonna go back to the wizard's castle and and act his revenge (laughs) he's not dead this guy is kind of a dancing fool too like it would make a lot of sense if it was the six flags guy (laughs) oh sure my goodness it it, okay so the six flags guy was skinned by Haggerty, right for granny van damme but he didn't die in that fucking sex dungeon dude he came back Dress himself up like Satan? Yeah, okay. Yeah. We're going to come back to that in a few minutes because I just feel like that's going to be the running joke this episode. <laughs> bringing it all the way back. But, uh, but yeah, Patreon questions. Yeah, what are we, what are we doing to Clint Howard this week, listeners? <laughs> I mean, we could be doing something to him, but it's not as explicit this time. Oh, my God. Uh, we, did, we did get one question for, the, for uh, this episode from Dustin Elkins. And again, uh, you can always... Head over to that Patreon, do the $2, $5, or $10 tier, and uh, ask us questions about the movies. You get a bunch of other cool stuff. Uh, we got commentary tracks we're working on coming soon uh, for the $5 tier. Oh, yeah, I'm really excited for that. And uh, me too. And the $10 tier, you sign up for that. You get yourself a, a Movie Dumpster t-shirt. You get yourself a glow-in-the-dark pin, which we uh, actually debuted last year for Trick or Trash. Oh, yeah, that was an exclusive for Trick or Trash. Yes. Now now you can get it for signing up for the Patreon. Mm-hmm. And uh, what, what else? You get sticker packs, I believe. Uh, $5, you get a sticker pack. Uh, $2 is just uh, a, a big thank you, and you become an official dumpster dweller. Yes. Or, of course, you can always email us at moviedumpsterpodcast at gmail.com. But with all of that uh, preamble out of the way, uh, Dustin asks us, The world is out of chunky chicken. How? And Charnetsky isn't happy. <laughs> 
he grows to Godzilla stature and goes on a rampage, destroying the MDU. Oh, no. Put together a team of four to take down Charnet Khan. Uh, one, John Hurt's like, nobody wrecks this place but me, so sit the fuck down. <laughs> yeah! I, I have to agree, he's number one on the list for sure. Sure. <laughs> he's like, what do you think you're doing? I mean, I think it's all the evil powers, right? It's John Hurt, GVD, Daniel Baldwin, and, um, who would be four? John Hurt! Okay, I, I don't mean to cut you off there, Joe, but the thought just came into my mind of John Hurt dressed like Amanda Palmer, creating his suicide squad. Like, he's even got her hair and everything. Amanda Waller? Amanda Palmer was murdered in Twin Peaks. Amanda, Amanda Waller put together task force. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, my bad. She's like, I'm dating Neil Gaiman, and I'm not having any of this. <laughs> Okay, well, okay, you get what I'm saying, though. The visual is there. Sure. She's dressed up like like a like a, a weird voodoo ragdoll thing. Possibly. Yeah. Um, but he he's getting a team together, so maybe maybe he's not the guy. You know, it's hurt hurt doesn't like to get his hands dirty if he doesn't have to. But if he does, you know, he's got those uh, miniature Buchanans that he basically has. You know, at this point, if we haven't said it publicly, you know, I think personally that he has gotten it down to like a pistol form and he's just able to shoot that at people and just turn them into atoms like Job did at the end of Lawnmower Man. That's like having the Death Star in a fucking gun, dude. It's John Hurt. Like in a handgun. I think it's possible. Oh my god, it's like having as a battering ram or something. <laughs> or, or you know what, maybe, maybe not pistols. I mean, I, I still like that visual, but maybe he's got it like in a Devo gun form. Or like a Howard the Duck, like, ride-on thing going. Sure. Maybe one of those. Either way, you don't want to get hit by this fucking thing. Put it that way. Sure, yeah. Okay, the evil powers. I mean, I guess GVD's gotta be one of them, right? She's basically Sure. One of the most powerful creatures. Munchie, of course. Oh, well. I, oh, He's our turtle. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I, I kind of imagine this like Rampage, the video game, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just picturing Charnetsky. And like Charnetsky becomes like a giant Kong creature. And then John Hurt's like, oh, come here, Munchie. Him and fucking Cybo Man, he shoots with the fucking ray. And they turn into <laughs> giant creatures to fight Charnetsky. <laughs> fucking like kaiju battle oh my god hurt, hurt just sends the fucking dragons from rain of fire at him <laughs> those are the backups yeah yeah one of them like just spits matthew mcconaughey at him <laughs> he but he comes out with the axe in hand still alive like Rah! come on big boy jumps in and then charnet kong just fucking smacks him out of the air yeah just like i see charnet's gone uh, just picking shit up and, and treating it like chunky chicken. And, and, you know, I like that visual that you put out there, Joe, of what he turns into, but I just picture Charnetsky naked just walking down the street with that big gut hanging over his private parts. Oh, yeah, man. He looks like one of the fucking Gargantuas from War of the Gargantuas and sands all the hair, but he's got a giant beard. Yes. This is like a really, really fucked up version of uh, Attack on Titan. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there you go. It's like this really, really fucking gross version of it. People look down the street, they say, is that a giant bear? Nah, that's Charnetcon. He's just got a lot of hair. Is that a giant honey roll stuck to his back? Like, are you saying that there's another, like, smaller Charnetsky inside of the big one, like, controlling it? I mean... And you have to, like, cut his neck open? Uh, that's not what Dustin's saying, but it's a possibility. <laughs> say like going off going off of the attack on titan thing sure he has to just bite into his chicken and then he turns gigantic like the last piece of chunky chicken that's what <laughs> yeah. can you imagine charnetsky's like his fucking like he's like the big muscle dude from like in the, one of the first few episodes like the brock lesnar looking dude like his fucking his muscles steam or his fat just steams out like <laughs> okay so he's either the armored i think he would be the colossal titan for sure just yeah. you know but the thing is with the colossal titan for those listening that know what, uh, what we're talking about uh when he produces that steam he can't really move so it's it's kind of a double-edged sword. Mm. <laughs> He's like Bender for when he dies. Yeah. 
But uh, okay, so my other, the other person to fight Trinet Khan, uh, he's getting brought up again because of course, uh, Kamdar. <laughs> Uh, he's already got everything built into him. Well, he's the third one, right? So you have giant right. munchie who turns into this like fucking sphinx monster, right? <laughs> yeah. And then you have Cybo Man who turns into like a literal like robot monkey. Yes. That can transform. And then you have Kumdar. There's your trifecta to fight fucking Charnet Kong, dude. Just dripping all over Walter Peck. William Atherton can't get away from this shit. Somehow William Atherton's always there for one of these fights. Yeah, I would say, what is he shackled to his toe or something? Like. <laughs> Come here, you. Stand under me while I come. When I walk, you walk. Oh, drip time. <laughs> he's on vacation with his family, and he's like, all right, I finally got away from New York. Nothing bad could happen, and then here comes Kumdar. Oh, not again! Right? It happens on vacation in, like, Hawaii. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trinetsi, like, comes out of a fucking volcano or something, like King Caesar. Where's the chocolate chicken? <laughs> There's some little Japanese woman singing on a beach somewhere. Yeah. Dobby shook. Dobby would be the fourth one, probably. Swall Dobby is my last pick. He gets big. He's like this big jack dude. Yeah, there you go. He just goes Master Roshi on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but, he's, but he's like 200 feet tall, of course. Yeah. He takes off his tunic and he's just like gross to like giant size. <laughs> he's just like, ah, one more time for my students and just throws his fucking, yeah, his shirt off. He's just like muscles on muscles. Dobby is swole. <laughs> I'll show you, child. <laughs> That's the battle of the fucking set. Dude, that is like Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla levels of shit. <laughs> Charnet Kong versus Swole Giant Swole Dobby. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just, you know that town's not going to be uh, there anymore when that fight's done. Oh, no. It's just going to be an impact crater. I say Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla because it's way better than Godzilla vs. King Kong, so... Sure. The, the sad thing is that when they finally do beat Charnetsky and everything returns back to some norm... Uh, you know, he's just gonna pull that gun out and shoot Dobby anyway, so I don't know why he really even helped to defeat him in the first place. I mean, it's all it's all a vicious cycle, you know? It's not even Charnetsky, like, a, a police officer's gun just accidentally discharges and just, like, pecks Dobby the back of the head. <laughs> you know, Hertz, Hertz on the sidelines laughing, because he just had to give them the technology. Oh, he's giggling his ass off. But he didn't have to actually get his hands dirty. John Hurt turns into that fucking Michael Jackson meme eating popcorn from Thriller. <laughs> Yes. He's just there for the show. I don't know, unless you guys got anything else, I think that pretty much answers that uh, <laughs> that question. Isn't it great what we've done to cinema? We've turned to this <laughs> mishmash of just nonsense. Sign me up. <laughs> Going on three seasons, man. Almost almost done with three years of it. Uh, uh, speaking of, here's, here's a little tease to something. If you haven't seen that MD guide yet, uh, we are uh, quickly approaching our 100th movie review on this show oh yeah i don't know if you guys knew that or not it's a special we got it coming up uh at the end of this month uh we got we got one of our good friends pissy miles coming on the show for earnest scared stupid yeah at the end of the year or at the end of the month so it's gonna be really awesome i mean i'm looking forward to everything else we're doing this month sure but uh, that one in particular is has been a long time coming and it just happened to work out that way and it's super special because not only is it like our halloween episode but we're also talking earnest yes we also have a very special guest and it's our hundredth episode like or a hundredth movie review, rather. So right, it's pretty awesome, and we're all <laughs> excited about it. Yes, it'll be like After Dark episode sixty nine, except it will actually happen. It won't be teased <laughs> and teased and teased. Yes, and so ultimately nothing happens. And, and if you want to find out what Connor's teasing, you know, 
we've talked about it on the show before, but it's, you know, go check out Phantom Zone. Mm-hmm. You know, get get through that episode 69.1234F. Uh, I think you guys, what did you say? You gave it a bunch of different names. Uh, we had, like, it was like, well, we never, there was nothing titled 69. It was like 68.8, 68.875, like 68 and a third. I don't know, like 68B. <laughs> like, <it's> just... <laughs> Which is funny to me because then Arlen, uh, who we just had on the show from the Los Haro podcast and also from the Phantom Zone, uh, he just did come out with his 100th episode, but technically it was actually his 99th, and he was like, ah, it's episode 100. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where they where they broke down a hundred movies that they liked, uh, so check that out if you haven't. It was pretty good. And to describe their lists, uh, Eric called them both the oldest young men he's ever met in his life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know Arlen, he had he had singing in the rain on there, and I, and I messaged him about it. I said, "Wow, I wasn't expecting something that old." But mm-hmm. you know, my my touchstone, of course, is Keenan and Kel. Kel, you know, dancing in orange rain. That was what I told him. Oh, there you go. Uh, also, do not forget, um, we are running the Trick or Trash giveaway this month as well. So you want to listen to this episode and every episode thereafter, listen for that uh, secret code. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in here somewhere. You'll know it when you hit it. And after you get that code, you want to head over to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or even our, our email, uh, moviedumpsterpodcast at gmail.com. Send us that special code word and you will be entered into a drawing each week because we're giving away exclusive prize packs for each of these episodes and we, we got some good shit we're giving away yeah we got exclusive trick or trash stuff for you here uh, exclusive to each movie and some of those prizes include stuff from our friends at Goblin Head Candleworks uh, Tapeworm Video and uh, the Plastic Geek so you can find out on any of the social, platform, or social media platforms what we're giving away that week for what movie it's a a big ass prize pack so make sure you listen to the episode get that code enter we're giving away some really cool stuff so definitely check it out yeah and uh with all that said i think we can you know we've, we've been teasing it out up to this point but i think we can finally get into satan's little helper oh yeah let's do it he's my favorite simpsons character oh wait <laughs> Quick plot crunch. So we have Dougie Woolley, who is a a, a seriously damaged child. Yeah! Uh, You're being polite. (laughs) Who wants to marry his sister and wants to take her trick-or-treating. And uh, uh, is severely confused about the reality that he's in. Of everything. Yeah. Uh, and that includes Satan and uh, God, uh, because he thinks Satan is an actual person, uh, f- f- being that walks around uh, in a Halloween costume, and uh, he decides to uh, he he ends up finding uh, quote unquote Satan one day and goes on a a, a killing spree uh, that uh, isn't you know he thinks it's make believe but it's not it's very clearly not he's very clearly not this this kid should never be let like one foot off the pasture <laughs> no 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 he should never be out of someone's sight he should always be like just within like with an earshot with an eye shot with an arm's reach like this, this kid this kid will get himself killed yeah i mean we're we're gonna get into it but i feel like the parents are completely at fault here oh well, yeah it doesn't help when you're raised by dimwits yeah i have i i have some some stuff I want to go into about the parenting here and, and uh, sure. or lack thereof. So, Which I think Mr. Lieberman was trying to uh, show off. Oh, it's intentional for sure, yeah. Speaking of Jeff Lieberman. Oh, yeah. We uh, we did a little interview with him that's uh, coming out a little, a little bit after this episode. Yeah, it's dropping the, uh, so this is dropping uh, Friday, the October 9th, and then uh, October uh, 12th is his... Um, 
interview that we did with him. It was uh, it, it's, it's an interesting interview. He kind of goes into this movie and a few of his other films and, you know, gives us a rundown of how he got into uh, making films. And he, he even gave us, I, I don't know if we're going to get into this episode or we're going to save it for the interview. We'll see how this uh, shakes out. But some uh, behind the scenes uh, stories about making this movie that uh, were pretty interesting. Yeah, even and and we kind of go through his whole career, so it, it's it's going to be a fun listen. So definitely check that out, but uh, make sure you listen to this first <laughs> because there will be spoilers in that uh, in that interview. Oh yeah, there always are. Always are. So yeah, so we so we are dropped into this really bad video game animation <laughs> that is a through line <laughs> through this whole film. We are dropped straight into Tom Fulp era Newgrounds Flash Poppycock. I was gonna <laughs> say that! This is, like, like I forgot what the game looked like, so I watched this, like, uh, two weeks ago, and then, like, it opens up, and here we are. I'm like, good fucking God. This is, like, an artifact from some section of the web that, yeah. like... Doesn't exist anymore. No, it still exists, and it's thriving. That's the <laughs> weird thing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> News to me. You took the words right out of ma- my mouth with that Newgrounds line, dude. I was like, this looks like some fucking Newgrounds fucking Pico shit. Yes, like some, you know, YTMND fucking nonsense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I give, I give it a little bit of a pass because this is, you know, at the end of the day, a, a low-budget independent film. But goddamn, you're right, Connor. It looks like shit. It's also 2004, which is like right when this stuff was, I, I would guess, picking up steam and like, oh yeah, being a thing for a while. Because I think Homestar Runner was uh, was big at this time too, wasn't it? I think so. Oh yeah, absolutely. You also had like all those games out where it's like, oh, kill in sync and Britney Spears or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> if anybody's listening and and has or knows where to find the, uh, there was this video, this music video on Newgrounds. There was two of them that I want to mention real quick. Uh, one of them was Sloth and Chunk from the Goonies and it was like a remix of it's just like this mix this is like dance music song but it's like sloth going like rocky rock rocky rock rocky road what the fuck it's the fucking funniest thing I watched it like 900 times when I was a kid it's probably stupid now but I want to watch it yeah then there was this other fucking video called FDA fuck that ass (laughs) and it was like it was like this cartoon, and they were and they were talking about FDA, FDA in the poop shoot, and I just remember that so vividly, like from high school. Um, so yeah, if anybody knows where the fuck to find that, I want to watch it. I remember Group Group X. Um, uh, I just want Bang Bang Bang. Cheese. I love cheese. Remember that fucking song? Yeah, and there was a you know as much as it sounds like we're kind of shitting on that entire uh, era, I guess of like web fandom. Uh, Newgrounds actually was, like, kind of secretly hiding lots of potentially fantastic animators in there. For sure, yeah. Yeah. There's one on there called Aura by a Polish guy that is breathtaking for a Flash animation. It's really good. And Bite and uh, Bitey of Brackenwood. Go watch anything with uh, the Brackenwood stuff. That stuff is pushing the envelope for what Flash animation can do. Actually, some of that stuff got me into animating. And then there's, uh... Peanut butter jelly time, peanut butter jelly time. <laughs> oh, God. Where you at? Fuck. I'm like, I love how I'm like, yeah, it like really fucking stretches the limitations of this like very basic animation. <laughs> and you're like, and then we have the dancing pixel in the middle of the screen. <laughs> Dude, that thing had to have millions of views, right? I like, I mean, if I pull it up on YouTube, it's probably got 10 or 10 or 15 mil, right? That's the thing, right? Here's this bullshit sprite that just goes back and forth for four minutes. <laughs> I mean, keep in, keep in mind, people listening, we're kind of dating ourselves by talking about this, but to Joe's point, or I forget if it was Connor might have said this, 
This was 2004. This is when this shit was hot. We were all in high school at the time. This is like yeah. when you were in like a computer class and you had nothing else going on or you just didn't give a shit. Oh, yeah. This is the, this is the fucking website you were probably on. Mm-hmm. This was the funniest thing you'd ever see in your life at that point in our lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was there even YouTube yet? I think YouTube had just come out. It might have just started coming out, yeah. 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 But it was di- it was so different when it first started. I remember when there was no YouTube back in the day. I remember before there was copyright laws on YouTube. <laughs> You could upload whatever the fuck you wanted. I remember when you can upload a whole fucking movie and nobody gave a shit. Or when you uploaded a video with copyrighted music in it, it was fine. Oh, watching Lupin the Third on YouTube because I had the entire show on there. Y'all remember Napster and LimeWire? Uh, speaking of YouTube, uh, this movie is on YouTube on a, I think it's called like, Porn clock? Porn clock? Porn popcorn flicks or some shit? Popcorn flicks. <laughs> Google porn clock. Unless you have no other way to see this movie, I would highly recommend not watching it on there because it's the edited version and they- Oh, it's heavily censored. Yeah. And they totally cut out like a bunch of kill shots. And I was like, I watched it two weeks ago, uh, much like Connor. And I was like, well, okay, this is, this is good. The, the, the kill aspect of it. And then I watched it, uh, last night on YouTube because I just didn't feel like hunting for it again. And I was like, huh, wait a second. <laughs> well, and the other thing is it's gone from Tubi. Tubi took it down, so it's no longer on there. Oh, really? Okay, that's what it was. I knew we watched it on something two weeks ago, but I couldn't locate it. Yeah, I watched it on Tubi two weeks ago, and then I watched the same thing on Popcorn Flicks today. And yet, like, there's weird instances where someone says fuck, and they put, like, they blur out his mouth. They blur it out! And censor the word. Okay, so they, the one on YouTube, like, they, they blur out the fucking middle fingers. They even cut some jokes, too. So, yeah. like, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get to it, um, but do not watch it on YouTube. You know what you should do? Listen to this whole episode, get that code word, enter our giveaway for this week, and we're gonna have a special VHS version done by Tapeworm Video, and in, the, the movie will be fully uncut and is one of a kind <laughs> it's exclusive to our to our uh prize pack so you could do that and then watch it fully uncut too yeah there or fucking buy the dvd whichever you want to do but maybe you want to enter the contest please because it'll be fun agreed but uh yeah joe joe you're right well when we get to the scenes we'll bring them up but there is one right at the end there i was like huh you're really gonna cut that out okay yeah there's like complete jokes excised yeah uh, yeah there's one in particular that uh patrons may have actually seen the image on our patreon that i used to uh to 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 promote this episode uh specifically uh that was not in the youtube version and we'll get to it it's just really strange and i'm not sure why they do that yeah also uh don't watch censored media it's the inferior way to watch it every time if you can yeah but it's it goes against all of that shit like yeah <laughs> You know what I mean? Again, if, if 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 you don't care, I guess watch it on YouTube. But we're all basically telling you not to. So I guess pick your poison. So yeah, his she little his 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 handheld flash game that he's got in his car. <laughs> what, what I mean, I got to give it to Jeff Lieberman on this one. He just took like some piece of shit cell phone and just told him to hold it on its side, and it's like, eh, hey, we'll put it in and post. <laughs> This thing looks like a GPS that they just put yeah. a fucking green. <laughs> yeah. Take this N gauge. No one will know what it is anyway. Right. Oh my god. That's kind of what I was thinking, Connor. Is that a fucking N gauge? <laughs> he's got he's got Satan's little helper and and the Doom is on that thing. That's it. Oh uh, well, of course. You know, Doom runs on everything. Exactly. Oh, that means it has Skyrim too. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah when you die in Doom, it fades out and fades back up, and you're in the back of a wagon. <laughs> <laughs> you're in the cart in Skyrim. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, you're awake. So, so, okay, so this video game is like the whole through line for this movie, right? And it's literally Satan's Little Helper TM. Like, that's where the name comes from. Right. And it's this game basically where, like, you're like this little devil kid and you, like, go around fucking, like, ripping people's guts out and, like, killing shit and stuff. And, like, Satan's there to, like, help you or whatever, send people to hell. Kicking babies, killing fucking blind people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I love this game because it has, like, 30,000 mechanics, like, all happening at the same time. It's like, knock the dog in the sewer, knock the sewer uh, top up in the air, kick into the woman's chest, now knock her over, now pull her intestines out, now throw the thing. I'm like, it's like Unreal Engine in 2004, what the fuck? Yeah, I know. (laughs) But look out, but look out, here comes God, intervention. Oh, bummer. Meanwhile, by the way, uh, this kid is in a a Satan's Little Helper a costume that his mother made, and it's like this red costume with the fucking Satan mask. He's super into this game, P.S., if we haven't solidified that. (laughs) Yeah. So we're introduced to the town of Belle Island, and our kid is um, Alexander Brickle playing Douglas Woolley, and his mother is played by Amanda Plummer. She's playing Meryl Woolley. Yeah. Um, if you don't know who Amanda, Amanda Plummer is, she's uh, she's Honey Bunny from uh, Pulp Fiction. Uh, yeah, that's the one that always jumps out to me. I mean, of course, obviously she's done other movies, but that is the one for sure. She's in a great episode of Tales from the Crypt where it um she basically gets i'm or she's she she comes from like this long lineage of women who like marry the their uh hu, or fiancés and then take them to like this big giant mansion cuz this guy's like out to like get her money or whatever but they end up like getting married and she uh, each woman like kills their husband on their wedding night it's fucking great dude he ch- she chases him throughout this giant mansion good shit <laughs> okay yeah she's on the phone with her friend and basically just, like, she's got that headset on driving, like, yeah, no, I'm taking little Dougie to see his sister, Catherine Winnick, by the way. <laughs> I'm using my hands-free cell phone. You ever, you ever see uh, 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 Vikings? Or that Hellraiser movie that Movie Dumpster definitely needs to do for season four? This is not just uh, some some higher person saying this. This is just Sean inserting his ideas into the show. <laughs> Which one is she in? Oh, she's in like seven. It's the video game one with uh, her, Kyrie Payton, and uh, Superman. Oh, no. Hellworld? That's the one I think where Doug Bradley said, fuck you, fuck this, I'm leaving, and never came back. I think that's the one. That's the one to do then. Lance Hendrickson's in it. Oh, Lance. What are you doing? <laughs> Uh, yeah, we, we, we might, I keep saying we might come back to it, but I think we have to come back to it. Just, just, just putting that out there. Sure. So, so Amanda Plummer's like, yeah, are you getting ready for Halloween? She's talking to her friend on the phone. She's like, um, yeah, I'm going to be a Chiquita. Like, yeah, I know a Chiquita, right? I was like stoned as fuck when I was like talking about it. Meanwhile, <laughs> th- like that's our first instance of like, right. What the fuck is wrong with this kid? You know what I mean? Oh, this mom looks like she's heavily medicated the entire film. Sure. Um, and I feel like that's just a trip to like Amanda Plummer is like kind of um, her her persona her persona like her kind of style sure of acting you know her kind of uh, eccentric kind of acting thing yes I agree style rather anyway he's playing this fucking game and he's like he's like hey mom uh, is Satan real or what and she basically tells him like she's like she's like I gotta call you back Betty or whatever and she hangs up and she's like he gave me a, he gave me a loaded question he gave me a loaded question hang on I can't focus because I'm driving and talking and I'm still got I'm I got uh you know I'm, I'm burnt from yesterday I got Chiquita on the mind <laughs> so she, she uh, I'm gonna be calm and Miranda bye no he so she goes um she says something to the effect of like Satan isn't a person it's the evil that that men do you know what i mean like the evil of men um and like satan doesn't look like anything and 
And this is just like too heavy for this kid to like understand. Yeah. What she means by that? I, I actually thought that was a pretty good answer. Yeah. No, it's a it's the perfect answer. Uh, it's the real answer. Um, and she's basically like, you know, he doesn't look like anything, but. To cap it off, to being cheeky to this kid who takes everything literally, she's like, yeah, unless he's wearing a Halloween costume like you. <laughs> and he's like, all right, yeah, Satan's a real dude because he can wear a Halloween costume. This poor son of a bitch. Th- this won't have a bad result. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's no way this will come back and bite me in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're going to pick up uh, her daughter, his sister, Jenna. Right. Dougie makes this weird side comment where he's like, he's like, yeah, Jenna's coming home and I can't wait to marry her one day. And I'm like, Mm. did you not explain to your son about that stuff? I mean, he's old enough to play a game where he's ripping people's guts out and shit. Did you not explain to him uh, incest? And she goes, she's talking to her fucking friend on the phone. And she's like, I guess they don't teach incest in third grade. (laughs) Right. I'm waiting for the system to fuck up my, to mess, to fix my parenting fuck ups. So Dougie says... You said sex, and she goes, no, not sex, incest, you little fucking moron. Uh, Also, just want to put that out there, even though this is like some POS flash game, um, yeah, probably not old enough to actually play this, that's kind of uh, part of the issue this kid's experiencing throughout this film. Well, once dad comes up, we're going to... I want to I want to kind of break that down. Hey, dad got him into it. He sure did, but there's a reason why. That they don't explicitly say, but it's heavily implied. Sure, sure. But they uh they they get to the pier which uh I think Joe might have mentioned this, but we find out that they live on an island. Yeah, it's beautiful. I think they shot this in Maine. I I know Jeff breaks it down for us in the interview. Yeah. I think parts of this are definitely shot in Maine and it's gorgeous. Yeah, they get there and their stepfather's getting off. He's like, "How you doing?" <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Terry O'Quinn pushes, pushes past him. Dougie sees that little red book in his back pocket. He's about to go ask him about it, but he sees his sister and he gets a boner and he's got to run up to her. Yeah. Is your mom single? Oh, your dad's at work? Okay. All right. I'll be back later, maybe. Noted. Bye. Stepfather, Stepfather with a fucking field day in that little island because everybody there is an idiot. Dude, is Terry O'Quinn in that fucking Satan costume? <laughs> <laughs> if it's not the Six Flags guy, it might be Terry O'Quinn. <laughs> it could be anybody. This is like Clue. I like this. Okay, here we go. This is like a holiday for him. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go put on a costume, go to some island full of idiots. <laughs> Man. He's a smart motherfucker, dude. He could be. I, I mean, Crookshank has that winter stepfather project. It could be anybody under there as long as they're indoctrinated. Yeah, well, he's got it. He's he's on vacation, right? So he's like, okay, I'm not doing the whole stepfather thing. I'm just gonna go kill people to satiate my appetite for destruction. I'm here to not be me. I'm here to be someone else. <laughs> That's what Halloween's about, right? Who am I here? Oh, it doesn't matter. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Satan. Of course. But really, think about it. Who am I going to be here? He's in front of a bunch of masks at the fucking Halloween store. Who am I here? Hmm, I could be this thing or this thing. All right. So we're closing in five minutes. <laughs> Shit. So yeah, so they meet up with Catherine Winnick and uh, her, her qu- you know, question mark b- boyfriend uh, from school. Man, this fucking plain flavored oatmeal motherfucker. Their relationship is strange. To say the least. Yeah. Like, it's very non-eventful, will they, won't they? You're just like, maybe you shouldn't. Yeah, probably not, if you're still guessing. Like, if you're asking yourself the question, like, while he's standing in front of you, then yeah, you probably shouldn't. Yeah. 
And it's like this whole thing where like Catherine Winnick keeps changing the story about like how well they know each other, which yeah, I guess like you could argue that on one hand that is thing a thing that people do do, but to me it was just like okay, so like have you been dating this guy? <laughs> um, did you just meet him? Ha- you know what what is the extent of this relationship because it fluctuates throughout the film? We met on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> I think the whole thing. With her character, now that it's kind, it's kind of the pieces are, are fitting for me as we're talking about it. But like later, she puts on this kind of risque costume, and she's so enamored with how, for lack of a better term, gorgeous and or sexy she looks in it. Right. That I feel like maybe it could be something where like maybe she's like a virgin, and she was like trying, and she's in college now, and she's getting pressure for like being that, and like wants to, I don't know, have a relationship with this guy, because he seems like a nice dude. Maybe. Um, Especially like what happens later, what she says, and like kind of her actions, it's very, it kind of feels like that to me, for lack of a better term. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, you, no, it does, and, it, and as, as the movie goes on, I'll kind of touch on this occasionally. Sure. But there's definitely like a point in the movie where I'm like, okay, obviously people have empathy, but like her reaction to something that happens towards the end of the film is just like to me like are you sure you guys just met and just started dating yeah because it feels like they met on the boat over right you know right exactly <laughs> i met i i talked to him for two hours on the boat ride here and uh, he's my boyfriend now question mark he's gonna stay at our house because his dad's a piece of shit and he doesn't want to see him <laughs> like okay and amanda Plummer's immediately like oh ah, okay sure whatever whatever i'm high off my tits yeah <laughs> Dude, I mean, that's why this kid is fucked up, because it's like, yeah, whatever, okay. Right. Of course the devil's real. He's your best friend, lives next door. Put on the television, here's your mac and cheese, go do whatever you want. Play the violent video, I don't care. Yeah, right, here's five rated R movies, go play with yourself. <laughs> this is also where, this is an idea that kind of goes throughout the movie that I like a lot about this film, um, where you're kind of, you know, guessing throughout who the killer is. Yeah. It's done really well. Yes, because she asks, oh, why didn't dad come? And uh, Amanda Plummer's like, ah, he had to work. And, and Catherine Winnick's like, on a Saturday? And and, she, and mom's like, well, either that or he's having an affair. So <laughs> take your pick. <laughs> and it's like, okay, mom. And she's like totally fine with it. She's like, yeah, we swing anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> But but at least for me, it put that idea in the head just because of the whole Satan's little helper bullshit with the kid. Like, oh, maybe he's the killer. And this happens with a few other characters over the course of the film. Oh, yeah, totally. I was like, Mom, she's like, what? It's cool. I'm on lithium. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally driving home. Your boyfriend's kind of cute. We'll talk about that later. And just to put a pin on what Joe said about this guy being so milk toast. I mean, I'm not trying to knock anybody that wears this and thinks they look good. But this hat this guy has on... <laughs> This, like, backwards base, you know, uh, newspaper boy hat is fucking horrendous. He's got a fucking beret on, dude, and it's, like, backwards. <laughs> right, 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 right. But, you know, he's, like, a theater kid or aspiring actor or whatever. He's a great actor! Wait till you see him act! Yeah, he's really good at not being good. He looks like he walked out of some, like, lost to time and space, like, 2000s teen drama, of like, <laughs> where he is the weird kid, like, who's after the girl. Sure, yes. yeah. Seth Green. You ever see Freaks and Geeks or what? Yeah, he does look like Freddie Prince if just like he just bummed it out a little bit. Oh my god. Slumming it hard though with like long like shoulder length hair, maybe. And a weird coat. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like he dre- he got dressed in his dad's closet. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Or grandpa's closet rather. Which is I guess hip. Yeah, his grandpa's depression era clothing. <laughs> 
He's got Buster Browns and shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I think that was in in 2004. His name's Alex, by the way, played by Stephen Graham. And as much as shit as we're giving him, he's like not a bad actor in the film, but he plays an actor in the movie and it's stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, his character's a fucking punchline in this movie. Like, he just, he's yeah. on the, like, multiple receiving ends of other beatings or verbal dressing downs. Like, this poor motherfucker, dude. <laughs> he might be the one I actually felt, you know, the most, like, for by the end of it. He's the martyr of this film. <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking of stepfather, he is far more durable than uh, Crank Fassel over there, okay? Like, <laughs> yes! <laughs> This guy takes way more of a beating and keeps coming back, and that guy's like, here I am, my shining moment, and I have failed immediately. Oh my goodness, that's a great comparison, actually. I mean, you know, with Terry O'Quinn in that costume, you know, it kind of, uh, it might not be Terry, because Terry's a little bit more efficient. He wouldn't have let that guy live. He's like, damn, this kid's good. He's like, he's way better than that idiot over the other island. Yeah. <laughs> he's thinking this because he doesn't say a word throughout the whole movie. <laughs> This kid won't stay down. Yeah, we gotta give this guy some internal monologue that you can hear, like over the scenes. I'm jumping the gun a little bit, like, but the the pantomiming is oh easily my favorite thing about the movie. On point, dude. Yeah. So anyway, they're so they're so so everybody gets in the car. They're driving back home, and here we find out a little bit about Alex's backstory and how him and Janet really don't know each other that well. But she does know that like. Um, he has a really bad relationship with his father and he doesn't want to go see him or whatever. And, um, and he's a toupee salesman and he's a toupee salesman. And, uh, you know, the whole time Dougie's like upset cause he just thought he was gonna have a good time with his future wife, his sister. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah, you're bringing this fucking dork along. Like, ah, you ruined it. We were supposed to go to trick or treating by ourselves. Not with him. Who's this home wrecker? <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> Meanwhile, mom's trying to hide a bottle as she's fucking sipping it, driving down the road. Dude, She's got that shit in her sleeve, like she's like she's fixing her hair or some shit. Like uh, uh, uh. she's like Christoph Waltz from Django. It like comes out in a little fucking device. Oh yeah. <laughs> so they they get home and Dougie fucking runs off, all all upset. I'm gonna go trick or treat by myself. I'm gonna find Satan and trick or treat with him. Fuck you. And, and uh, mom's like, okay, where's your costumes, uh, Catherine Winnick and uh, Alex? And they're like, yeah, we didn't really have anything. And mom's like, huh. I can rectify that. Yeah. Come upstairs. Dougie runs off, and then Jenna's like, hey, Mom, what the fuck is with all the Satan shit? Like, what's up with Dougie? And Amanda Plummer mentions that, like, like the dad, like, bought him the game. And I'm like, okay. So, like, dad buys kid, like, the hot game that nobody else has or whatever, and it's like, it's like getting Mortal Kombat, right, when you're eight? Sure, sure. And you and, and the blood is turned on, you know what I mean? Like, something like that? Yeah. But, like, this is the first instance where it's like, okay, well, dad doesn't have time to fucking see his sons or teach him the difference between reality and fantasy, but he's just gonna, like, fill in the gap with you know, of his absence with, like, you know, material things. Yeah, it's realistic in that sense. What do you mean I'm never home? I got him Bone Storm. <laughs> what do you mean I'm never home? Here's Primal Rage. Oh, God. I pity, I have pity on that person. This kid's dressed like a blue gorilla. He's like, where's chaos? I want to know where chaos is. He's farting and pee and puking on people. Oh, God. Yeah. Catherine Winnick's kind of taken aback by that, and then she does go upstairs to get, you know, her, you know, she's going to wear mom's costume from last year, which is, you know, the Catherine uh, Winnick surprise is a little revealing. It sure is. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mince words here. She is um, gorgeous. They joke about it in the movie. I know. It, 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 
I don't, I, I don't like objectifying women, but, you know. We're not. She's hot, dude. She's straight up. But holy crap, my knees are now weak. Like Yeah, she's, she's like, draw-droppingly beautiful. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I, I don't think that's a hot take. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to sit here and focus on it, but I, I get where you're coming from. No, sure. I just want to get that out of the way because e- there's even one point where she looks at herself in the mirror and she's like, oh my God, I'm fucking amazingly hot. <laughs> where she's like, oh, when you see these melons, you're going to want to grab them or some, <laughs> something to that extent. These little morsels, I think she refers to them as. P.S. She's a fucking black belt in real life. Yes. Holy shit. And I don't want to spoil too much of that, but like there's a couple scenes later where like Jeff was having a problem directing her because she has like a built in, uh, you know, defense technique in her head you know what i mean like yeah i think she's like handling like some kind of like bat or something later and he's like yeah you got to hold it like like a dainty woman would hold it and, but she's like holding it like she's about to square off with a with like ninja gaiden or some shit like she's gonna she's gonna fuck somebody up she's about to she's about to brain tar man oh there you go yeah hand it over clue let me do it <laughs> She's like, what's her face in Vikings swinging the fucking broadsword? Yeah, 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 yeah. She's a badass woman. I, I, I like her as an actress quite a bit. Yeah, so that's kind of neat. I thought that was cool and funny at the same time. <laughs> so Dougie, he, uh, he finds Satan, or what he thinks to what he thinks is Satan. Okay, so, <laughs> <laughs> and he trails him for a little bit. Um, he follows this. Okay, so how do we break this down? So, um, Dougie is walking down the street and sees this guy in a full in a full like uh a full length like trench coat with like a mask on and he has like he has like uh fake hands too like like latex like gloved hands it's a whole costume that's covered yeah and he's wearing like a tex avery jacket like it's gigantic it's huge <laughs> and it puffs up at the top and like it's tightly around the waist it's actually a hasidic coat is it yes and there's a joke about it later in the film it's actually a hasidic coat yeah it is like a pretty intimidating mask in my opinion uh because it has like you know it's all gray tone the hands and the mask Mm -hmm. but it has like these really intense red eye uh pupils rather Mm -hmm. uh you know the black horns going back and these massive clowns from outer space ass teeth yeah (laughs) uh, that that just smiling at you the whole film that this uh you know uses to their full extent oh yeah it helps that you can't see a shred of his skin exactly there's nothing human on him at all it's just like it's clothes and you know and these these covered up hands and head that's it and he this guy does 1000 percent more work than he should have uh and he is just like for some reason his energy comes through that whole like get up so easily and he's so animated and so entertaining part part of the uh the the prize pack for this week is a replica of that satan man mask so get on that <laughs> make sure you get that make sure you get those code words in yeah i'm sorry his new name is devil man tm okay and then every time you get one of those masks you get a nick cave action figure that comes with <laughs> satan man so yeah so you know satan's little helper uh, little little Dougie here. He's watching this guy. Satan's little peeper. <laughs> he's got his sunglasses. You know, he's got his uh, binoculars there. He's, you know, George is in the tree above him. <laughs> he, uh, you know, S- Uncle Sam's. You know, down the street. Also, you know, we, we, it's a corner of peepers. I hit another kid with my car again. But yeah, he sees uh, you know, Satan man, Devil man, whatever you want to refer to him as. Um, dragging uh, this body around on a porch. This is brilliant. Uh, question, was this a dummy or was this a real man? Because at one point I was like, hey, that's real. But then he drags this guy down the stairs and like, this guy's fucking head hits every step on the way down. 
that's the second one and yes that was an actual actor and they were and he did it like four or five times oh no yeah <laughs> one hell of a way to get a concussion yeah but the first the first one he he drags out and like puts on a couch and i it, it's just so brilliant like Oh, yeah. Make the dead body part of the Halloween display outside because nobody's going to everybody's going to be like, that's funny. There's a dead body on the couch or on the lawn or whatever. Especially in 2004 when this was like a thing that people weren't like fretting over. I mean, if you did this today, there'd be a phone call to the police within a day or two. Sure. <laughs> uh, of uh, even if it was not a real body, you know, you constantly read stories online of someone has like, oh, you know, especially around Christmas, someone set their Christmas decorations just to look like Chevy. Chase hanging off the fucking uh, gutter and someone calls like, oh my god, someone's hanging off their gutter! Right. Different time for sure. Sure. And it was only fucking, oh, Jesus, I was gonna say it's only 20 years ago. <laughs> 15 this time. 15. <laughs> let's not do that. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's not do that, okay? Alright. <laughs> let's not stare into the painting, okay? <laughs> But yeah, he sets his body up and uh, Dougie's watching it like, oh yeah, this is awesome, man. Whoa, it looks so real. It looks so real. It's so cool, man. Look what he's doing. But the, okay, this guy is fucking great because he he pulls his body out, puts it on the couch, and he's like adjusting the hat on it, like putting the arm of the scarecrow like around the body. And he's like, okay, perfect. And then he just like walks away. Mind you, this character doesn't say anything throughout the entire film. It's all, uh gestures and it's fucking it's all body language and then he uh there might be a scene in between this i think with uh catherine winnick and her mother it's just the boob scene where she's like look at my boobs they're beautiful and then we cut back to another house getting the costume on yeah (laughs) and uh, like connor was saying that guy's getting dragged down hitting his head on each step and uh dougie's watching this all happen and he sets him up in like this uh this little uh decoration that the guy has in his front yard of gravestones and this guy has a fucking knife jutting out of his chest and uh satan man takes like one of the styrofoam gravestones and like puts it in front of his head (laughs) so good and covers like a little bit of dirt over the wound cobra kai rolls up on dougie (laughs) right while he's watching this second murder take place yeah and he's like he's like satan's a little helper that's so stupid and he's like he's like yeah well when i find Satan, they're like the bullies of the movie or whatever and he's like yeah well when i find satan we're gonna send you to hell you fuck the the bar for bullies must be really low in that in that town (laughs) oh my god this chump yeah yeah those are your those are your your villains man yeah sweet they don't even really do anything that offensive no they just kind of make them make fun of them a little bit and that's it but yeah so so satan man he hears dougie kind of like gasping and all this stuff like watching him and he looks up but then like he's also like here's a cop car drive by and is like hooray he's like watching it but like doesn't react because again they just think it's fucking halloween someone's setting up their decorations yeah it's 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 really smart um it's a smart piece of writing there's a lot there's a lot to this movie that's done really really well and it's a shame the budget for it you know what i mean we'll talk about that later but yeah Yeah, i think this movie does have some creative uh, creativity to it yeah for sure so he goes to walk off and and dougie like runs up to him and he's like hey satan yeah are you really satan (laughs) and he's like yep he shakes his head terry o'quinn's just like who the fuck is this kid (laughs) great (laughs) and and he he just keeps asking him questions and he's like great can i be your little helper uh you know my my sister she came home with this boy and you know i want to just have her to myself to go trick-or-treating but can you kill him can you kill my (laughs) sister's boyfriend (laughs) and he's like yep sure can they're home alone nobody's there oh by the way my dad's at work so it'll be fine come on let's do it you don't have time for this jerry you don't have time for this (laughs) 
fucking <laughs> bad Jerry's on, he's on the, he's on the prowl dude he fucking grabs his kid's hand and they walk over to the fucking home they go to Dougie's house they go to hell they go well yeah we'll get there because we, we flash back to the house and Amanda Plummer's there with and she's like Ah, what do you think of the costume? And, and Alex is like, oh, you look great, Catherine Winnick. Is my bonus showing? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, this deserves some cider. Let me go get some apple cider. The apple cider cups. <laughs> and there's this great shot of her getting the mugs, like, out of a fucking uh, cabinet. And you see in, like, the background, Dougie leading this Satan man into his swing set. Dude, it's so fucking bone-chilling. Like, some of this stuff in this film, like this particular, like... Yeah, it's funny and all that shit, but, like, here we have, like, this maniac yeah. being just, like, led into this kid's house, like, and no, it's completely unaware to ever all the other characters. He goes, he goes up to this, like, kick bag. He's like, hey, Satan, look, I know karate. <laughs> Starts kicking it and shit, and the guy gives him that, that, Connor, this is the scene. He gives him that really exaggerated thumbs up. How was it? You know, finger guns towards the kid. God, I, he's, all of his ridiculous <laughs> gestures are so good because it's never just like a thumbs up. It's he puts his entire body into everything he does. Um, I need to do a compilation of all of that. And I'm telling you, man, that mask fucking helps sell it so well. Like yeah. that smile and fucking Satan mask is great. My favorite one is coming up when they go to like the, by the dumpster, but we'll get to there. So he goes to hell. He he goes, uh, yeah, go in my basement. He's like, it's it's like going into hell. So you know they go downstairs to like a cellar entrance, and uh, this part fucking cracked me the hell up because this little kid goes, yeah, I'm down here all the time. I make so much noise and nobody hears me. <sighs> and then mom mom from upstairs goes, ah, oh, where the hell's Dougie? Dougie. I'm down here, Mom. Get up here! I'm like, are you kidding me right now? First of all, the kid coming down and saying that is just sad because the way he says it, he's like, yeah, I come down here by myself all the time. Yeah. Because I want to be alone or whatever. And I'm like, oh, jeez. And I think Mom didn't hear him most of the time because she was too fucked up to notice. Let's be real. Probably, yeah. She was on fucking lewds upstairs or something. <laughs> Yeah, she's fucking looted out in the fucking living room, just, like, unable to speak or move. I just want to touch on a couple things real quick. Like, yeah, like, Alex says to Jen, like, she comes down and shows him the costume, and then, like, Alex is like, I know how I'll connect with your brother. I'll be Satan for Halloween. It'll be great. It'll be fun. We'll go out, and we'll, you know, we'll we'll, we'll bond or whatever. All of you need professional help, every one of you. Uh, yeah. And he's like, I'll just draw my dad for inspiration, because I lived with Satan my whole life. And I'm like... Cool, man. It's fucked up. Did you really need to bring those issues here, man? Yeah. On your first date, apparently? Yeah. And I also wanted to just note, when they're getting the cider, they see this. we get another red herring here because... Um, oh, right, yeah. On the TV, he, they show Sammy Kerr burned alive in his hotel room. <laughs> Could it be? Red man. Billy... <laughs> It's Billy Flaren. He's the mayor's kid, and he, like, got arrested last Halloween for, like, some kind of arson thing. Yeah. There's also, while he's down there before he goes up, when Mom yells for him, where uh, Satan Man finds a wine bottle, but he won't take the mask off. Oh, dude, he he goes to... So Dougie's like, are you... Are you a trick-or-treater, right? Is that That's a cool mask. Can I see what it looks like under there? And this is the first time you get the guy in the, co in the Satan costume, like, grabs him, like, seriously, and is like, nope, you can't fucking look under there, never. He's like, okay, whatever. Hey, you want some wine? And he breaks it like he's going to shank somebody with it and just, like, pours it over the mask. So I'm just, like, wondering how much of a sticky mess that was under there after a few minutes. <laughs> he cracks the top off and pours it into his mouth, or the 
mouth on the mask. He must have stunk. You'd fucking smell him from a mile away. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. What do, why do I smell wine? <clears throat> or whatever else is all over him. Well, wine and latex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, Joey. That's a good point. Whatever else is on him. Because <laughs> this guy's probably gross under there. He's murdering motherfuckers left and right, and he's clean as a whistle. Also, he is covered in head to toe. He's sweating his ass off. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Get that man some fucking degree. I don't care if it's 30 degrees out. You're fucking hot with that thing on. There's so many layers. Hey, man, stress stinks. Arid works. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so Dougie goes upstairs. He's like, just wait. He's like, hang out down here for a little bit. I got to see what mom wants. He's like, but I'll bring I'll bring Alex down here and you can you can get him. And at some point uh, during this conversation, Satan Man's found like a fucking sickle in the basement. It's hard to be because nobody can see what we're doing. But like he basically puts his finger up to his mouth and he's like, yeah, no, duh. I'm not going to tell him you're down here. Like I'm going to trick him to come down and then you could fucking rip his guts out. And he's like, yeah, OK, cool. <laughs> But yeah, he goes upstairs and mom's like, no, you're going to go in the other room with your bro- with your sister and her boyfriend. You're not going to take them into the basement for some insane reason. He's like, come on, mom. <laughs> he's such a little bastard, too. Like, And this is like those scenes where like you can tell he's like a spoiled little fuck, you know, who always gets his way. Right, right. Oh, yeah. Well, his reaction to everything is to run away and just scream about it. And just scream about it. Yeah. And it's like, and hi, I'm mom. And I don't, I'm not going to deal with it. I'm just going to take another pill and you go do whatever you're going to do. Yeah. Now, now imagine though, like Dougie goes upstairs and like devil man's downstairs, looks over and there's a birdhouse being built. Oh, <laughs> you think? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, mother of God, I'm supposed to be here. This is where Alex drops. He's like, come on, come on, Dougie. I'll be Satan. You can come with me to the, uh, the costume store and he's like he's like ah fuck i don't want you to be satan it's in a order then he then this little kid is so sadistic like he has the thought he's like yeah yeah we'll go to the costume store okay you and mom okay mom and and jenna you stay here we'll go to the costume store but i'll be right back ducky goes downstairs and satan is like sniffing the mom's panties like in the fucking la- dirty laundry Ugh. yeah Doug's just like hey satan okay the pl- plans change i'm not bringing them down here follow us to the costume store and then you can kill him okay send him back to hell and he's like yep sounds good i'll be right there dougie i'm sniffing your mom's drawers and so yeah he uh he basically you know convinces satan to go with him and trail them to take out alex as they walk to the costume store yeah and this is the scene where like Jenna's like, oh my god, they're bonding. Like, look at them walking. Fucking idiots. <laughs> and Amanda Plummer comes up and looks outside. And then Jenna makes like some off-color comment, like, what's the matter? Are you jealous? You what, do you what do you think about Alex, huh? And it's just like, what is going on in this house? I don't know. The family relationship and dynamic, like, like how they all relate to each other is incredibly bizarre and has way too much sexual tension. <laughs> I know, dude. Uh, I think at one, yeah, one point Dougie, like, sees her in her costume, and he's like, I can see you boomies. <laughs> Continuing that age-old uh, joke of, of young kids commenting on something inappropriate to their sibling. Yeah, and she just like, ha ha, and like doesn't take it seriously at all, and like chases him upstairs, I think. Satan's a little pervert. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that that is a weird staple in horror movies, especially <laughs> around the uh, trick or trash season. We got yeah, we, oh, we got a lot of that. We have uh, the kid, the kid from Night of the Demons, uh, the kid from Elves. Well, that's that's a standout since she's literally changing and then totally nude, and he's like hiding in the closet, and he's like, yeah, if they get any bigger, sis, you're gonna need someone else to tie your shoes. <laughs> 
Don't mind me, I waited to rub one off, and then I scared you. And then, of course, Hocus Pocus with Thor Birch. Oh, Allison! Well, that's a little less creepy. That's like a, she's, she's busting his balls. It's That's <laughs> yeah, not even the same fair. thing. that's fair. That's totally fair. <laughs> he didn't have his dick out. He wasn't cranking his hog when she jumped out. <laughs> oh, my God! I don't want to think about that. Oh, Allison! Oh, Allison! <laughs> because the roles are reversed. The ages are reversed, and no thanks. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't even want to go there. So, anyway... <laughs> That's why I haven't. (laughs) I can't help it, apparently. Connor's just been stoically sitting there with twiddling his thumbs. I'm just I'm just staring off out my window, like waiting for I'm just like Hello darkness, my old friend. Yeah. So the costume store, right? Yeah. And, and Alex, he picks up this fucking, uh, this mask that looks like a fucking deformed baby. And he's like, hey, what do you think? <laughs> Dougie's like, that's not Satan. Could you hurry up? And he's, he's like, I'm trying to find the one that looks most like my dad. <sighs> and I'm like, dude, just pick a scary mask out for the kid. For If you want to get him to, like, be your friend or whatever to, like, make the kid happy. Like... He doesn't want to walk around with you telling him about your fucking daddy problems all day, trick-or-treating. Would you please just put it back in the deck already, daddy's boy? Like, good lord. <laughs> my goodness. And he ends up, like, finding this old man mask and, like, a toupee. He's like, I gotta get my toupee. Look, I'm I'm, I'm my dad, and, and you're gonna grow up to be a big nothing. What, do you think you're gonna be a movie star or something? And I'm like, dude, you need to go talk to somebody is what you need to do. And stop projecting onto this little kid. And not this not this psychologically damaged nine-year-old boy who can't tell fantasy from reality. He's already fucked up enough, dude. And he's like, oh, does your dad hit you? And he's like, yeah, sometimes whenever he gets a chance, he's like, huh, well, uh, why don't you just pay for that and we can leave? And there's like this almost glitter of like sympathy that Dougie feels for him, but he's still just like, yeah, I don't care. I'm going to have Satan kill you. Also... Very important note for later. There is this uh, Jesus costume in this shop that plays a major role later in the film. Yeah, make a mental note of that. See, that's cool, though, because they totally set it up. So if, like, later you're like, oh, where did he get that? Well, that's where it is. Get ready for some Agent 47 levels of costume shenanigans, okay, everybody? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, fucking A. I think think you might be onto something with Terry O'Quinn. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Yes. I mean, you know, we mused very briefly in the beginning of the set, it's the Six Flags guy, which... I wasn't even thinking about that. You fucking nailed it, though. I, I, I love the idea of it being the Six Flags guy from all the pantomiming, but yeah, Terry O'Quinn kind of is just making way more sense at this point. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's yeah, he's, he's part of the deep state, dude. I mean, who's to say that the Six Flags guy, when he was skinned, uh, did he, it wasn't actually Terry O'Quinn. We don't know. Oh my god, he was. you think he was wearing a mask then, and that's why he didn't die? Possibly. You know, they skinned it, and he just laid there quiet while Haggerty got to work. <laughs> and, you know, Haggerty, he's so good at his job, he didn't cut any more than he needed to, and didn't realize that there was a Terry under there. Yeah, I think that I think that's what happened. And also, Haggerty's kind of squeamish, so he's like, eh, I'm going to try to get this over with as fast as I can. He wasn't really looking. He just said, no. hey, okay, uh, GVD, how much you paying me for this? Nothing? All right. Oh, man, the plot thickens with that, huh? Terry escapes because everyone's just really confused. Like, what the fuck? I mean, he's just covered in blood. There's like a thumb on the ground and he's like out of, there's nobody in the shackles. Yeah. <laughs> he like bit it off to get out. I mean, th- this is clearly pre, uh, you know, uh, hand removal Terry O'Quinn. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, before, before you know, he had the idle hands and, you know, Adam's family situation creep up on him. Oh, for sure, yeah. So they get the mask and they leave and uh, they start walking down the street and <laughs> Satan is just like, up against a, like, just cooling it right against a fucking telephone pole. (laughs) And Dougie's like, here he is, get him, kill him! And Satan just, like, 
you know, points to the fucking alley. Okay. Dougie ends up like leading Alex around the corner into this fucking alley, and he's like, "How does he? How is he going to get me? I, I'm Satan. What are you talking about?" Even though I look nothing like him, even though I I made a point to explain why I think this is Satan, I still look nothing like Satan. It's artistic. You get it? Oh shit! He's beating the hell out of me, <laughs> dude. This should have Jr. calling it. Okay, this is a fucking beatdown. <laughs> Oh man, Satan's got him by the forehead. He's smacking him against the wall. Because it's not like it, like he smacks his head against the wall. He picks him back up and like punches him four times and like throws him to a pile of trash cans. Like <laughs> he was probably done when you beat him against the wall, and then you just just beat the shit out of his like just you know ragdoll sack of a corpse. This is what Dobby imagines doing to Charnetsky. <laughs> He smashes this guy's head into this fucking brick wall like seven times, punches the shit out of him, and then fucking big boots him into a pile of trash. But the funny thing is the mask never falls off. No. No, or the toupee. Of Alex. So it's just this expressionless old guy with big fucking ears just getting smacked around, not making any expressions, then he gets thrown over to the trash cans. Okay, th- this is my only major problem with this movie. Like, there's little things maybe we'll touch on, but this is like my major issue. He goes out of his way to make sure everybody's dead every time he kills them, every time. Except this plot-convenient time. Well, to be completely fair, I mean, he should, for all intents and purposes, be dead. People just have a problem with pulling the mask off and, and putting their ear to people's mouths in this movie. Well, I mean... He did fuck him up pretty good. And to be fair, he KOs somebody else the same exact way later. We'll, we'll get to it, but... Okay. Put a pin in that. It just bothered me a little bit. No, sure. Uh, so he ends up dragging Alex's body and, like, throwing it on the porch of, like, this abandoned house with this couch. <laughs> and he fucking puts, like, a pitchfork on him. Like, he sets him up on the couch. He grabs this fucking cat and he slams it against this fucking, uh, this, um, plywood wall that's, like, boarded up over the door and writes boo in its blood. <laughs> It's fucked up, but, like, I kind of love it. I, like, that's so twisted. Yeah. Um, it's great. This is a scene cut out of the YouTube version. Oh, yeah. Really? They pick up the cat, he goes to swing it, and obviously it's fake for anybody not sure. Sure. They, as he swings the cat, you hear it, you know, ah! And then, like, we just go to the next scene. We don't see him draw boo and blood or anything. We just, we, we, it's just assumed it happened. We don't see it. Oh, no shit. Yeah, he, like, he, like scrapes this fucking thing across this whole he scrolls it all out with boo but the punchline of this fucking scene is he walks down the stairs and like this mom and her kids right come by and they're like oh my god that's so great can we get a picture and satan man like leans over to alex around his corpse and he's like got his hands in the air and he's like shaking his head and they take a picture she's like thank you so much you just made our day yeah i want to say the edited version just later when it comes back to alex sitting there still like you see the boo on the wall so you have no context for it but yeah they, they cut that for some reason i guess too violent uh yeah well yeah animal cruelty and violence but you're right it was a great joke it, no i think it's it's a great gag and uh, now i can only think of like terry o'quinn like walking down the stairs like i did a good thing happy halloween i'm in the money <laughs> come with me honey <laughs> i feel nice and relaxed ah it's good to get it all out you know he's got that red flannel jacket on under there too so he's really sweating underneath it <laughs> So Dougie comes back home, and Jenna's like, oh, where, where's Alex? And he's like, Satan, uh, or helpers don't tell on their masters or whatever. <laughs> so she thinks it's just like a game they're playing, right? Because Satan's a little helper, and like Satan's, you know, Alex is supposed to be the master or whatever. Right. Doorbell rings. She opens it up, and it's Satan Man who's clearly not Alex. Even Dougie's like, that's not him. That's Satan. Yeah, he's like, that's not 
your laddie or whatever. That's not your not boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Fucking this guy rushes in and like pushes her up against the wall and she's like screaming bloody bird. She's like, wow, that's fantastic. You did a great job. This guy is like oogling her breasts and like is feeling her up right in front of the little kid and he's laughing his ass off loving every second of it. Again, little kid into their, their sibling getting touched inappropriately. Ugh, it's creepy. And then mom runs down with her Chiquita banana costume in the works. <laughs> ah, is the, do you guys think the onions are a little too much? And she's like, wow, that looks so great. You say, you know, whatever. So this guy doesn't have to justify himself at all because Dougie's like, yeah, he doesn't talk. So, yeah, and uh, we're doing this. But, yeah, they just believe it. Like, oh, he's playing a part. Okay. Because he's an actor, so he's really into it or whatever. So, there's something about this movie that I find perplexing, but maybe it's intentional. Mm. So, like, the Satan devil, you know, Satan man, devil man, uh, has, you know, no common contemporary attributes that I would align with, like, my image of Satan. And everyone in this movie is like, oh, that guy, that's Satan. <laughs> well, he's got <laughs> horns and a goatee. Okay. <laughs> That's it. That's all you need. Yeah, he's definitely closer to Krampus for sure. I think that kind of I think that kind of justifies it a little bit. Because like I look at him and go, I don't see Satan there. I see I don't know something else. Boogeyman. A gargoyle. Well, you know you know why everyone thinks that, right? Because it was in the script. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But but yeah, you know you know you know what, Connor? I am with you. I mean, I could maybe come to that conclusion if somebody was like, Oh no, I'm Satan. I'd be like, Oh okay, yeah, no, I can kind of see it. But you're right. Like the initial reaction is like. So you're like a goat man, or you're you're like Krampus, but it's Halloween. Yeah. Well, that too, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Satan doesn't have a face, man. He's in a costume. True. Satan's in a Satan costume. With a red plaid uh, sweater on, right. Yes, mm-hmm. and a pair of glasses on underneath it. Probably. <laughs> everyone everyone just knows, they're like, oh, hey, Beelzebub, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> how are you? Good old Switch. So then Catherine Winnick is, like, turned on by this, and she kind of, like, leads him to her bedroom. This ties into what I was saying before, right? And also, like, she's super turned on by this, which is strange. And again, we're doing it in front of the kid. She's, like, sexually, like, beckoning him up the stairs. Yeah. And this part is definitely cut out of YouTube because I scrubbed through it. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. But there's a part... Where Satan like looks back down at Dougie and he gives him the thumbs up and Dougie gives him the thumbs up and then he follows the sister upstairs. That shit's dark as fuck and I love it. And, and she totally like he he is about to like, for lack of a uh uh hmm, I was gonna say better term, but honestly this is probably the appropriate term. Penetrate her. Oh yeah. Dougie walks in <laughs> on them and she's like ah. Keep it in your pants there, pal, as he's, like, choking her out in a corner. Yeah, because, like, this is a creepy scene because, like, she thinks it's Alex and he won't take off the mask. And then, like, he becomes, like, kind of violent with her. And then she, like, starts to freak out a little bit. And it's really unsettling to the viewer because you know, obviously, that's not Alex. Well, even the brother. Because when he does come in and interrupt them and she kind of is like, oh, maybe later. He's like, wait, Satan, not my sister. You're not going to really hurt her. This is pretend, right? Yeah. And he's, like, shaking his head yes when, like, very clearly, <laughs> like, he locked the door before they went up there. Or actually, they come back down and he locks the door. And, and they're like, huh, why did he lock the door? I don't know. It's almost like he's feeling them out to see what they're going to do. Yeah. And that's fucking creepy. I think he's dragging out because he walked in that family. He's like, oh, man, we got a live one here. These people are idiots. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I honestly think that he thought he was going to be able to just fuck Catherine Winnick and get away with it. I think that was his plan. He's smelling panties and shit in the basement. Yeah. It, Jesus Christ, man. There's like an off. There's like a comment right at the end of that that I loved because 
he's he's like, oh, we're just playing a game. Alex and I are playing a game. And Dougie goes, but that's not Alex. And she looks at him and Satan looks at her and he's like, right, <laughs> it's Satan. And, and he looks at Dougie <laughs> again and he's like, and he, and he fucking waves at him. Oh my God, it's fucking great. And then mom comes back down and there's a little tension here because of that. And she's like, oh, you guys aren't, yeah, oh, you're not doing it anymore. Whatever that meant. Uh, okay, well... I guess I won't get a picture, but maybe I'll get a picture. And she goes to take one of Satan Man, and he rips the camera out of his hand like, no, <laughs> you're not taking my fucking picture. And he does something really creepy. like even like even Oh, yeah. Uh, debatably creepier than what just happened. I guess it's kind of your uh, personal preference, but he takes a picture of Amanda Plummer's feet. Like her legs and shit. Yeah. And Catherine Winnick is just like, whoa, Alex, that's a little weird. But then, like lets it brush over or wash over her. He then like stands up and just stares her down and there's no music cues and it's the creepiest fucking thing, man. He's a creepy motherfucker. The the mask is, you know, it has a big stupid grin on his face, but like you can't see what the dude, you can't see the guy's eyes or like kind of think about what he's thinking about or whatever. It's really unsettling. And I think what breaks the attention is they get a a ring at the door from trick-or-treaters. Yeah. Every five minutes someone's like, someone's at the door. (laughs) I don't have any candy. I gotta give them dollar bills. They're gonna egg my house if i don't <laughs> it's halloween yeah trick-or-treaters yeah and then she, there's a scene uh i think it might be a little bit later or it might have actually been while uh alex and and dougie were at the costume shop where where Catherine winnick's like oh where's your candy ma i forgot to get it i gotta make a quiche <laughs> or something uh well try that bag up there in the cabinet it's from like last year and Catherine winnick like looks in there and is like oh yeah and she puts it back in the fucking cabinet <laughs> Right, she doesn't just throw it out. I'm like, why'd you do that? Yeah, she, I think, yeah, mom makes comments. She's like, I didn't get any. I'll just give him something from last year. I'm like, ah, yes, candy corn. <laughs> it's wrapped. It's fine. Whatever. So Satan Man and Dougie run upstairs, and Jenna fucking goes to mom, and she's like, isn't it so great the way he stares right into your soul? Or some shit like that. I'm like, right. what the fuck? is wrong with you. Satan's like playing action figures on Dougie's bed with him. <laughs> yeah, come see my room. It's cool. It's very weird. And then like, he's like, oh, you know, this is one of those, this is another one of those times where like the parallels with like the dad not being there because he's like, he's like, oh, you know, Satan, isn't like Halloween your busiest time? And he's like, yep. And he's like, oh, you, but like you wanted to spend it with me instead. Right. And it's like, ugh. And it's like, because my dad's never home and I'm desperately in need of a disciplinary figure to keep me off my bullshit. And that's why I thought it was the dad, like in disguise. Just, I, I, I don't know why that's where my brain went, but I was like, man, maybe this is like some sick thing where the dad likes to kill people, but because it's this kid is his son, he's like- And molest his daughter. Well, and that, uh, at the you know, with the same breath, that's where it starts to kind of be like, all right, maybe it's not the dad, but maybe it is. <laughs> or maybe it is, question mark. You know, that, that actually- I think would have raised the, uh, like, I guess, just the tension in this movie, and I think the quality for me, up by a lot, if it turned out to be the father. Ew. <laughs> like you just said, Connor, ups the creep factor, for sure, if that if that was the end result. Yeah, yeah, it, it would recontextualize so much of this into, it's like, such an, like, a, a skin-crawling kind of thing, like, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, this character is more shape-like than anything else. With, with, with an attitude. <laughs> Dude, it's shape with a, with a fucking flamboyant personality, and I'm into it. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, he's like showing him the game. He's like, "Look, I'm really getting really good at this video game." And he, and Satan's like giving him the thumbs up, and he's like really excited about like all the people. Do these look like any of your followers? And he and he shakes his head, no. <laughs> Is that your family? You recognize anybody? And you could see, like, in the background on this kid's, like, wall, there's, like, fucking, like, hand-drawn Satan's little helper pictures. Yeah. Uh, the doorbell rings again, and Satan, like, stands up and, like, looks towards the door, and he's like, he's like, he's like, you think it's God? And he's like, it could just be a dumb trick-or-treater. And then Dougie goes, can 
God come as a trick-or-treater? And Satan fucking, like, nods his head yes. And then he's like, oh, crap. And he, like, goes downstairs to see who it is. Right. And it's just some kids, but still. Yeah, and then and then Catherine Winnick gives them, like, the last of her singles. And she's like, yeah, you guys should probably go get some candy. Oh, my God. This is a good one. This is a good gag, too, because she, like, says this, like, ye old speech. She's like, can y'all... Can ye fetch confectionery from the shop or whatever? And they both fucking look at each other like, what? And Satan shrugs his shoulders. Yes. <laughs> She's like, candy, dummies. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they, yeah, they go out. It's so, like, on the way out, Jenna stops Satan, man. And she's like, she's like, hey, I really appreciate you doing this for my brother or whatever. And she, like, kisses him on the mask. And he, like, pushes her hair back and then fucking boops her on the nose. <sighs> and my skin is crawling. And then he leaves with the kid to go to the store. And she's like, man, he really is such a great actor, ain't he? Ah, he's sweet. And then I think we cut to Alex, like, waking up. (laughs) And just, I actually thought this was fairly realistic. Yes. Because of the beating he got. He tries to, like, walk down this porch steps and just fucking face plants and falls and gets KO'd again. Oh, dude, he has a fucking concussion. I was like, there's no way he's getting up. I think he's got a few. Oh, yeah. Uh, I I think he should probably be brain dead for how long he was out for. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Yeah, hours for sure. Then he falls down the fucking stairs again, like Sean said, and just, like, is sprawled out on the fucking sidewalk. Hey, man, he just looks like a Halloween costume with the fucking mask on. (laughs) It's funny. Let's take a picture of it because it's Halloween. Yeah. That's so cool. You put a dead hipster in your lawn. (laughs) Just step over him. It's just a decoration, kids. Isn't that cute? They made a scarecrow out of the dad's clothes. And then we we go to the uh, local uh, family dollar (laughs) where Satan man and and, uh, his little helper are walking down the... uh, the appliance aisle. This is one of my favorite parts. And Dougie's like, hey, Satan, the, the candy aisle's over there. And then he just starts, like, putting, like, knives and fucking, like, a pizza cutter and, like, all this shit, like, rope into his car. <laughs> it's like, is that to tie people up and cut the guts out? And Satan's, like, shaking his head, like, vigorously. <laughs> And this kid's like, cool! He's like, sweet, can't wait to do it. What about the candy? And then Satan's like, you know, he puts his hand out, like, extends his hand. He's like, all right, anything I want, let me get it. I love the idea of, like, a serial killer being just brazenly enthusiastic about murder because no one's paying attention to him. Yeah! (laughs) Exactly, but I think that's why it works really well, and, like, he's just fucking loving every second of it. There's also a part here where, like, Dougie starts to get, like, mouthy because he's like you're not gonna hurt my mom and sister right right yeah i like that because he 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 still thinks it's a game but now he isn't he starts to realize maybe a little bit that this isn't all fun and games but then that immediately is thrown out the window (laughs) in this next scene if it's just pretend then why does he care you know what I mean? But, like, this is where I think that, like, Dougie... I think it's bullshit that Dougie thought it was a game the whole time. I agree. Um, I think his motivations are a little darker. I think it's actually some weird form of, like, possession. Mm. Here's the thing. I think this dude's a little fucking creep. I don't like him. Oh, sure. No. <laughs> agreed. I, I think that, like he would look at this dude as like an interloper like how dare you like that's my weird creepy relationship like don't you dare get involved in any way oh you oh okay I see what you're saying now almost like a, like um like when a divorced mom moves a new guy in and the son is like who you're not dad sure but like that but far more fucked up yeah I think he's like a bird dog get away from her man that's my sister yeah yeah I'm gonna marry her yeah get in my yard so then they go to pay but they don't because of course this guy is not gonna pay for this shit let me tell you something 
something. The grocery boy in Home Alone was more vigilant about a fucking toothbrush than this guy is. (laughs) I think that the kid in Home Alone was a little smarter to immediately get the attention of a police officer instead of actually chasing down Kevin McAllister. Shoplifter! But, like, this guy's, like, very, like, attitude, like, oh, fuck, they don't pay me enough for this shit. (laughs) Exactly! Fuck you. I don't care. The guy in this movie's like, what do you mean he stole, uh... $15 $15 worth of dollar store fucking uh, utensils. <laughs> ah! I gotta chase this guy down. Chase him down? He, like, they, like, run across, they, like, run around the whole building, and then he's, like, nonchalantly walking around the building, like, come on, guys, can I have the, come on, give me, you gotta pay for those. Dude, I make eight fifty. I don't wanna fucking do this. Like, come on, man. They're, they made me come out here. And Dougie's like, hey, Satan, just kill him. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, kid, this isn't a game. Yeah, sure. And meanwhile, you see Satan Man pull, like, one of the fucking knives, like, kitchen knives he just stole out, out of, the, of the cart, and he's, like, behind his back pulling it out of the packaging. Yeah. And he stabs this guy into the fucking movie dumpster. But it... <laughs> yeah. Throws him into, into the, uh, the the proverbial movie dumpster TM. Um, the cut version of this is an absolute butchered shit show of a shot. Because, like... Really? He grabs this knife, and, like, the actual, like, any... Any shot of the wound or, like, you know, the actual violence being inflicted is completely excised. So, like, this guy grunts and then gets suddenly heaved into the air and dropped into a dumpster. It is sloppy as fuck. It's, like, taken three. Like, it just looks like (laughs) shit. Well, that's the whole thing. Like, he, he, like, stabs him, but Dougie can't see it. And he throws him into the dumpster. And Dougie's like, yeah, now he's going to smell like trash. And he's like, that's what you get for messing with Satan. Yeah, he's going to smell like Pluto Nash in House of the Dead. It's pretty rough in there. And my favorite uh, gesture of the whole movie where, like, Satan's, like, shaking a finger at him in the fucking trash. Uh, I love that so much. (laughs) He gives him, like, I'll give you a what for. Yeah, exactly. That's what you get, mother. It's almost time. The secret code is Winter Stepfather. Send us a direct message on your favorite social media app for a chance to win this week's Trigger Trash giveaway. Again, the secret code is Winter Stepfather. And remember, kids, the clock is ticking. Don't miss it. There's a scene we forgot to talk about because it was cut from the fucking YouTube version and I just remembered it. Oh, what? When he's waiting for fucking Alex and and Dougie to meet up with him so he can kill uh, Alex... These people fucking drive by him and go, Hey, Satan! Oh! You're looking dumb or some some comment. Where's your pitchfork, man? Yeah, but in the cut version, it just... That scene ends right there. In the in the actual version, this motherfucker gives them the double birds oh, and, yeah. like, follows them as the car goes down the street. <laughs> and that was the picture I used on Patreon just to bring it all the way back to what I said earlier. Yeah, it's a very aggressive, enthusiastic double bird. It's so good. Satan's given the finger to everybody in this fucking movie. <laughs> He's like Mr. Bean, like, just waving it around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it means hello. Yeah. But yeah, so then we get probably one of the darkest scenes in the film where Dougie, again, like I said, if he's even like maybe second guessing this, that immediately goes out the window because Satan Man starts like pushing him around in the shopping car and he's like, yeah, Satan, look, a pregnant woman hit her. That's like 50 points. <laughs> blind man, blind man. Hit the baby carriage. This is what conservatives think Grand Theft Auto is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he definitely caused a miscarriage, killed a baby, and took out a blind man. Like, how is this kid not realizing this isn't a fucking game? Right. See, in in that context, like, okay, this is the point where you're like, okay, this is some serious... This is real. You know, it's not fake. Uh, these people aren't just, like, set... Like, but it's like the video game. And that kind of speaks volumes, like, how they were trying to, like... I mean, 
I don't even know if they were still doing it in 2004, like like making the correlation between violence and video games, but like... Oh, they were. Manhunt, I think, came out around then. Yeah, I think that was actually towards the, I wouldn't say the end, but like, it got hot and then it got quiet again after, shortly after this, I think. Because you had that and you had San Andreas with that whole, you could put the code in, hot coffee and all that. Oh, maybe you're right. It was at a boiling point, definitely in the 90s and 2000s, for sure. Yeah, once Jack Thompson got disbarred, <laughs> like the whole crusade against it kind of died because that was the guy leading the charge. Right. Right. And it's one of those things where it's like, that's kind of the plot point of Dougie is where he thinks it's just like a fucking video game. And like, can't tell a difference between what's real and what's not. Right. There is something to be said about letting your, you know, not fully psychologically developed child just be babysat by any kind of media that is not supposed to be consumed by someone who is below a certain maturity level. Who doesn't understand things yet. <laughs> I don't really agree with a lot of the satire in this movie. Not to try to spoil anything, but I think this is actually pretty clever and it actually manages to say something about like how this this kid is like joe said at the beginning this kid is fucking messed up he's warped i mean let's not beat around the bush man like we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording but like he puts jody and uh tyler to fucking you know they're way smarter than this guy oh yeah 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 because those seem like like especially jody jody is bubbling under the surface you're you look at him and you go "Mm, someone needs to pay attention to you more yeah and this kid it's like oh you have been failed by everybody yeah tyler just didn't know you know charles's whole plan you know he wanted to play hide the soul and you know tyler just wanted a friend he didn't like when he cursed you know but he wasn't like witnessing chucky kill people and then be like oh oh it's a game right no he was like oh fuck yeah any anytime Chucky showed him any violence towards anybody. He was like, "This is I'm not doing this shit." Right. Well, exactly. And I mean, I mean, those are the three characters in the history of of the MD, <laughs> the MDU, if you will, that uh, come to mind immediately. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this kid is just like, what the fuck, man? You talk about uh, not understanding your reality. No, and it's just like it, again, it speaks volumes with the fact that like these parents are just like MIA and it's just like yeah what did you do like they had they had the second kid right they were like well we spent all that time on Jenna making her you know understand things when we had the second kid who gives a shit good enough <laughs> good enough here you go get him out of here <laughs> Jody Jody at least had Isaac Hayes and, and Tyler at least had Justin Whalen this kid has Satan man yeah but where was Jenna the whole time before she went to college um I don't know <laughs> I guess she just really wasn't like it, it, you know honestly it's probably one of those cases where they were like really close before uh, she moved because she's like the older sibling and he he probably looked up to her but you're right Joe where where the fuck was she in this hot mess yeah man well you see a kindly uh very young at this point or maybe even old Dr. Loomis was like should probably separate these two <laughs> uh something bad might happen if you keep him in the same house together. He had a darkness in his eyes, that Dougie. This could have totally been Halloween. Oh, yeah. Through the devil eye masks, like the eyes in the devil mask, like just walks up with a fucking knife in his hand. Oh, dude, yeah. But instead he's just grabbing her boobs like he's not stabbing her. Oh, no. Yeah, that, that happened. So this is another one of my favorite parts of this movie because it just tickles me with just like dark humor. <laughs> like crazy because like, so they, they roll, so... He, uh, Satan's like pushing Dougie in this cart and they roll up to this like old lady's house and Dougie's like, oh, we're going trick or treating. And he's like, he's like, no, just me. Like, you're going to stay here. And he's like, I'll stand guard. And he's like, yep. So (laughs) Satan man goes up to the door and like rings the bell 
And this old lady is like across the room with like this giant bucket of candy and she's like in a walker like trying to make it over there and she's going so fucking slow like spilling candy all over the place and she's like, I'll beat it, I'm coming, I'm coming. I love that she's she's like, she's being extra annoying while she's being incredibly, she's like, oh my god, what are you? What is that costume? Oh god. Aren't you a little old to be a trick-or-treater? And meanwhile, Satan Man's like checking his fucking watch. He's like pretending <laughs> like he's going to sleep. You're so tall. Oh. <laughs> she drops this line. Where'd you get that coat? Looks like you got it from in a seed. <laughs> so she's like, I'm coming, I'm coming. She's So she's like, I got the door. Here you go. And she un- As soon as she unlocks the door and opens it, he fucking big boots this woman across the fucking room. And it's the funniest fucking thing. It's one of the best parts of the movie, easy. I mean, it's disturbing, but it's definitely played up for, like, black comedy. Right, that black comedy hits fucking hard right here because it's just so goddamn ridiculous. Um, And then, yeah, he is uh, taking care of business inside while the uh, Cobra Kai come up while Dougie's watching. Oh, they sure do, yeah. And they're like, hey, hey, did you ever find Satan? He's like, yep. Oh, look, he's going to work. That looks so real. (laughs) Yeah, there he is. He throws his fucking old lady out the t- off of the second story window and like hangs her <laughs> off the roof. And she's like grabbing her throat and everything. Oh, it looks so real. And Dougie's just like, fucking idiots. They thought that was real. And then uh, we get another plot convenient kill, but I, I kind of like it. <laughs> Where he goes to Alex's father's house randomly. Well, he ends up stealing a bunch of pills from the old lady that'll come into play later. Oh, yeah, he's got to get his candy. Oh, yeah. He's not popping them. No, oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, he goes to Alex's dad's house, and uh, Alex's dad has like a mistress, or I guess a new wife. I- I'm not really clear on that, but it's a younger woman, is the point. Okay, this is weird. Let me just stop you for one second. So, Alex himself like ends up waking up and going to his dad's house and like banging on the door asking for help. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Satan Man and Dougie just happen to be in the area and see him doing that yeah and then like dad is in the shower with like his secretary or whatever and he's like that's my son can you believe it i have a kid in college and i'm like yeah we can believe it because you're like 60 and this woman's like 25 yeah what are you talking about dude and she's like pissed yeah oh, what do you mean you have a son in college he's my age <laughs> yeah right why are you so bothered you're sleeping with your like what your boss like shut up again i forgot this scene happened because i the second viewing was on youtube where they cut this out because there's a full frontal shot of this woman in the shower oh yeah yeah it's just weird because i guess between the the dad hearing him and then walking down the stairs alex just leaves right and then satan man and dougie show up and then dad's mistress comes down and opens the door and it's satan man and he's like oh hey whatever like you gotta come see your son alex he's he's in this crazy costume and i guess yeah joe what you were talking about earlier where he roughs somebody else up this is that scene oh yeah dude she gets the old fucking, uh, the molding smack because <laughs> Alex, or Alex, Jesus Christ, Satan man grabs her by the back of the head and smashes her fucking face into the door, a, a doorway. Yeah. Like the molding of a doorway. And she is just fucking KO'd on the ground. Yeah. Then dad comes down in his fucking bathrobe. Not having heard or, or, or sees any of this. No. No. But, you know, there's a, there's a key thing here where when he thinks it's his son, and he, he immediately goes back to what he does to this poor guy every time and and threatens to slap him, but he doesn't get, like, a reaction from Satan Man, and he's kind of taken aback by this. Yeah, he's like, oh, you want a fresh one? What do you mean you're not scared? And he, it scares the shit out of 
his dad because he's like, oh shit, like, because he's just standing there. Yeah, right. He always winced when I did this, more or less. Right. And that comes back in a big way later. Yeah. So you finally grown a pair. <laughs> right? Yeah. She, he, he got him from that fucking, uh, he, the, the melons Joe was talking about earlier. <laughs> the prodigal son returns. <laughs> what's that, what's that acting school doing to you? And then Dougie's outside watching, just kind of like, you know, just hanging out, and then you just see this dude get thrown through the fucking front window of the door, like it's like one of those ones with a with a glass frame on it. It's so good because like Satan like opens up the front door and then throws him through the through the the glass door. <laughs> it's fucking great. Right, right, right. And uh, I guess it's implied he died. Question mark. We don't see him again till later. Yeah, this guy's got some power behind him. He can just murder you by just pushing you into some wood. He can throw you through a window and just kill you. Yeah, man, he's got he's got that crazy maniac strength. He he some. Somehow got like uh, you know a, a heavy set older woman up the stairs and out a window and just held her there. I mean he is part of the Winter Stepfather project. Yeah, he's got that metal arm under there. Don't forget. Do you think Terry O'Quinn is like hanging this old lady? Like you know he's like you know you've really overdone this. You could have left hours ago. Now you're way too deep into this. <laughs> So, yeah, so then the cops chase them down into, like, a graveyard. Yeah, he's like, can I have some candy? And the man's like, here you go, and hands him a bottle of pills. <laughs> he's like, wait, what? He's like, oh, poison the candy, so they puke and shit themselves. Sweet. Yeah, okay. Mix it with the candy? Sure thing. I'm sure that's all that will happen. Taking random pills from some old woman. What was this lady being medicated with? Cyanide? Like, what was, the, what was in those pills? Vivaville, man! That was the, that was the Vivaville pill. She was, you know, she had a long treatment. He got the Vivaville supplement. She's developed a tolerance, but, like, nobody else in town has ever had it. So it's just instant death. Right, you know, she still has to use that walker, but she's alive. Oh, man, she had the low dose, though, right? Oh, you can't take those. I've been slowly poisoned by those for 20 <laughs> years. Anyone else would die right away. My body's all jelly on the inside but it's so dense i can stay upright you just cut her arm and it just it's like one of those like cakes that looks like an arm but it's like actually her arm i'm a jello mold with eyes and i could talk <laughs> but okay so I, I guess if i had any other major gripe about this movie is the way he takes out the police okay so they conveniently do this off screen which was the best thing they could have done Right. Ah, uh, sure. For from a budgetarian story standpoint, I agree. Totally. But but the way he kills these cops, which you know, Dougie talks about it here, but we don't actually see the end result till later. But he's like, yeah, oh, yeah, they just wrap a uh, saran wrap around their face, and I'm sitting here thinking, and nobody like tries to stop him. They just watch as he puts saran wrap around like their partner's face. Oh yeah, what are you doing over there? Oh, okay. So here's the thing with not showing the cops being killed. All right, so. Somehow, you know, by the whims, you know, whims of the universe, I caught the last act of Maniac Cop 2 on Shudder in between watching this the first time and the rewatch this morning. And I was like, you know, I'm really mad this movie would rob me of a scene like that where big giant face uh, with Robert Zadar goes apeshit an entire fucking, you know, precinct building full police officers. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I don't know, I feel like this movie could have, it would have livened up the back half, because I think there's one sequence in this movie that is completely useless. Mm, yeah. And I think you could have replaced it with something far more exciting. Again, I think it's just the budget thing. Yeah. This is a, this is a low budget movie. Yeah, I'm talking like in a perfect universe situation, where if you could, then you should have. Well, we actually touch on that, so make sure you listen to that Jeff Lieberman interview. Yes. 
I mean, I find it interesting that the way he takes them out is with the saran wrap, because apparently that's, like, one of his go-tos, we find out. But I'm just thinking the, the logistics of that. Like, how do people just watch him doing that to somebody and they don't just shoot his ass? Unless he stabs them and then does it. When I play this scene in my head that doesn't exist in the film, it plays out kind of like when the killer clown goes in to see Officer Mooney. Okay. You know, to the point where it's like, you know, he's joking with him, because, like, even he, like, he, like, salutes the cops when he turns around to them before we cut. Well, all right. So, like, I don't know. Maybe they take him in because we find out later that there's only three, two or three cops in the whole city. Right. Right now, like on patrol. So, I mean, he could have done something. Right? Absolutely. I'm just saying the, the method of killing them, at least portrayed in this film, uh, without any other context, is just a little bit of a head-scratcher for me, but it doesn't ruin it for me by any stretch. Right. Who's to say he didn't tie him up or something, or, like, shoot him in the leg and tie him up, and then, like, asphyxi- have them asphyxiate, and then he lights the goddamn fucking precinct on fire. I was gonna say, yeah, like, you could... The the, the setting of the building on fire is, like, a good enough way to just kind of write the whole thing off. Like, yeah, you set it on fire. End of story. And that's obviously trying to get that idea back in your head that it's that, that arsonist, the mayor's son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he knows that, even if it, it might be the mayor's son, but... I kind of like that we don't find out. Yeah, me too. Well, spoilers, yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, so I get... What is Dougie? He gets home, and and his sister's like, where's Alex? Oh, I don't know. He got arrested. He killed some cops. We poisoned a bunch of candy, and we got a bunch of knives to cut people open, and then the cops got him. But he, but he'll, he'll be fine, because he's Satan. And she's like, do you fucking understand what you're saying? She's also, like, really worried at this point, because it's, like, dark out, and they've been gone for hours and, like, never came back to get her. Yeah, and and she goes to tell mom, she's like, she's like, do you hear, like, Alex, this is so fucked up, like, Alex told him that they were gonna, like, poison candy and, like, rip people's guts and like, kill people. And mom's just like, yeah, whatever, it's just a, it's a gag, it's a joke. It's a giggle. As she pops another fucking lithium pill. It's, it's 2004, it's what people say, all right, let's go to the party. Don't you love my costume? It came to me in a dream. You're killing my buzz, and I'm supposed to go out with your father soon so we can get fucked up at this castle party or whatever. Look, I gotta take a whole new bump of cocaine now, all right? <laughs> To ruin everything. Well, then, you know, he gets there, Satan Man, and uh, he has, like, the bags of uh, all the all the shitty part, and, and this is when Catherine Winnick's like, wait a fucking second. It's one thing to joke about this, but you really bought all this stuff? And he's like, he nods his head. Also, it's key at this point that these people in this house haven't actually physically laid eyes on Alex in God knows how long. It's six or seven hours, probably. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, really, how often do you look at a man's shoes? <laughs> Well, <laughs> because we look down I don't his- know how. This was the note from Valentine that should have just fucking collapsed this guy's entire plan, and, and it doesn't. She looks down at this motherfucker's feet, and I, I think it's to signify the fact that, like, he always takes his shoes off before he comes into the house, no matter what. Right, because he talked about that earlier in the movie. Right, but this guy's wearing, like, alligator skin fucking, uh, uh, uh. Like, loafers. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Well, you know, Terry, he only wears the best. (laughs) Terry O'Quinn's got some good-ass taste, dude. Yeah. He's dressed like a Halloween version of the Macklemore song. He just walked into a fucking secondhand shop, like, (laughs) bought whatever wasn't fucking nailed down. Like, yeah, give me the Hasidic coat, the alligator's skin boots, the fucking goat man mask, and the devil claws. I'll take it all. Before she can even, like, really investigate this, she starts talking to her mother about, oh, that's not Alex, it can't be him. Dad comes home. Yeah. Yeah, Dad's dad's about to visit the movie. And so there's that theory out the fucking window. Yep. And now Satan is just in the house somewhere. Right, they don't know where he went. Yeah. And and, and uh, Satan's little helper answers the door, and he's like, 
what are you supposed to be? He's like, I'm a businessman coming home for my family. He's like, ah, dad. I'm an absentee father. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you look just like the video game I used to babysit you with. Great job, mom. Well, Catherine Winnick is like fucking fretting this whole situation and everybody else is just like, eh, whatever. She's like trying not to panic, but also inform them that there's a fucking maniac in the house. Right. Yeah. Which is creepy. (laughs) And so, you know, mom's like, yeah, dad, you got to wear your elf costume. I got it laid out on the bed. He's like, all right. Jenna tells him, he's like, there's a killer now. He's like, oh, God, what did I walk into? A knife, apparently. (laughs) Or he will be walking into one because he goes upstairs and he's like, all right, where's the killer? And, and he comes out of, like, a broom closet or some shit. And, and Dougie's like, yeah, hey, hey, Satan, here's my dad. Why don't you cut his guts out? <laughs> what? And he does! He's- and then Dougie's like, oh, I didn't know you were going to really do it! <laughs> he fucking goes, don't worry, I got the power of God on my, watching my back. <laughs> Um, yeah, he does say that, you're right. And Dougie's just like, okay, Satan, spill his guts. And he fucking does, and this little kid is cry screaming, <laughs> and everybody's freaking out. Connor, you had brought up, uh, you know, how this movie kind of, uh, might have something to say about conservatives. Uh, I, if that's not clear after this scene, I don't know what else is, you know, Bible <laughs> yeah, thumpers. I, yeah. to, anna- to announce the world, you have the power of God behind you, and then to be immediately eviscerated. Yeah. By a man in a Satan costume. Yeah. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Also, he, like, ties his guts to the dining room table chair? Yeah, they're awfully dry looking. That guy is probably very unhealthy. (laughs) (laughs) This is the point, too, when finally everyone loses their fucking mind because they just saw dad slash husband get murdered in front of their eyes. Yeah, and then Satan just, like, disappears into the kitchen again, and they're like, uh, what do we do? And they, like, tell Dougie to run. And then Satan comes back out with, like, this... I don't know what, uh, pie... It's a pizza cutter. He got it from the dollar store. Yeah, I guess it's like a pizza cutter. (laughs) And he comes out just to, like, threaten her with it, because it's like, what the fuck are you going to do with this thing? I mean, at this point, he's in complete control. He can fart around if he wants. Like, he's got all the time in the world now. Oh, he's savoring it, dude. And he was there when, um... Mom was talking about this Halloween party, about, oh, yeah, the neighbors, they they rented out the castle up the road. It's going to be this crazy Halloween party. I think Dad even yells it when he comes home he's like castle rock here we come or whatever the fuck it's called bell tower pennywise is gonna be there (laughs) (laughs) hiya satan i heard gvd's gonna be there might be the same person we're not entirely sure she's the sole resident of castle rock oh man hey i could see it (laughs) she's upstairs in her study just letting these people you know hang out downstairs welcome to my nightmare fucking spivey's there (laughs) oh dude he's hitting the punch hard man that's what he does oh god do what you want but just don't touch my things i put a couple extra heapings of my ass special ingredient in that punch there you know you know gramps is there trying to find another young woman to break his uh his cucumber off in now he's cutting a rug yeah mm-hmm. oh baby <laughs> <laughs> you can do what you want but don't go to the west wing it's forbidden why do they call it the forbidden west wing because it's forbidden <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me questions so satan man steals their car and he's and he's like got his hand on mom who he has now wrapped entire body in saran wrap her mouth and everything she could just only breathe out of her nose oh she's a fucking leftover man in this chiquita banana costume well i i bought all the saran wrap and there was you know not as many police officers as i thought so here we go <laughs> right right i've got all this saran wrap so he steals mom and fucking wraps her up like a fucking leftover and uh it leaves dougie and jenna holding the bag amanda Plummer, by the way is amazing 
in these following scenes, the way that she just acts with her face, because that's all she can really do, is just phenomenal. We can jump right to that. I just want to note that, like, you know, we cut to the scene with Alex and this guy. He sees this guy running around the mask. And he's like, dude, he's like, he's like, ah, the fucking cops are dead, man. Anarchy. Ugh. And then that's all you need to know. That's kind of what you would think would happen, though, right? If there's only three or four cops on the island, they're all dead. Yeah. And everybody's like, you know, there's fires and alarms going off and everybody's looting and shit. Before we cut. I mean, it might happen while we're already at this party, but there's a quick scene where basically Catherine Winnick meets up with um alex on the streets more or less and he's like oh yeah i got a gun now he's like yeah we we gotta go in there in costumes like i gotta get close enough to shoot this guy he reckon he'll recognize us otherwise and she's like okay so they they go off to the costume shop to get ready for the party and then we go to the party and uh poor amanda Plummer, man this is a great piece Uh, connor are we getting to the part where there's just like too much is this the part yeah i actually i don't like any of this because i feel like it drags i agree oh man i i kind of like it quite a bit i maybe i'm the outlier on this one i love this scene but it could be it could have totally been edited down you know okay yeah and i feel like like Towards the end of it, when, like, they had to get to mom, uh, that was where I was like, this is fucking bubbling over. Like, y- y- the tension you wanted to create is already gone, so now you're hitting me with these violins that you've set on fire. <laughs> and it's just, I'm like, I'm like, just get her already. Right, and I, and, and to your point, Connor, when we, when, when the big reveal happens, it's almost like, like you said earlier, what was the whole point of this setup? Yeah. The thing that breaks the scene is that these idiots, Alex and Jenna, Put on these, like, fucking mascot costumes. Right. What are you doing? Why wouldn't you just get, like, a latex, you know, like a mask or something? Like, something something less precarious. Why would you not put the boots on? <laughs> and the chicken feet. <laughs> you fucking moron. But, yeah, we go to the party, and Ma- Mom's all tied up in saran wrap. She falls out of the passenger seat. Oh, man. And, and nobody thinks there's anything weird about this, by the way. That was painful looking oh yeah and i think that's a testament to that actress because like they open the door and she like no protection at all oh that was the body double yeah it was stunt it was stunt lady listen to our interview with jeff lieberman to get all of the uh scenes with the body double that he breaks down for us doesn't matter who it was though though. like that looked fucking painful (laughs) oh yeah oh dude yeah between that and like the guy fucking bonking his head on the stairs like holy shit Jeff's like, it's an independent film. I told people what they were signing up for, and they still did it. Hey, it looks great, though. Um, <laughs> I'll give them that. But I think this scene is kind of playing up that whole idea that, you know, she's going up there with Satan Man, and, and these people are all like, you know, oh, hey, how you doing? I thought you were going to be an elf. What, you chicken out? Oh, yeah, where's the quiche? Like, nobody recognizing the fear on this woman's face. No. Yeah, and actually, the, the scene we just mentioned of, like, her falling out of the car, like, that should be the biggest red fucking flag in the world. Like, she's covered in tape to the point where she can only breathe through her nose, has no way to control or stand up, and just falls out of a fucking car looking very distressed. You're like, <laughs> and you just walk away. <laughs> There's two things with that, right? One... This couple is known for being wild, wacky, and probably those people that, like, drink so much that they're, like, throwing up in somebody's bathroom, like, every time they get together. Or or in the closet that they think is the bathroom. Exactly. Pissing all over somebody's bed or something. And then, two, like, the people that rented this castle are clearly rich assholes that don't give a fuck. I mean, the mayor is at the party and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, they don't give a fuck, dude. Right. The people that are holding the party is this guy in this Pinocchio costume, and his wife's, like, the Queen of England as her costume or some shit. Hello! She just won't shut the fuck up either. Hello, I'm the Queen of England, but you can call me Mumsy. If this woman fell out of the car and was, like, smiling and maybe, like, giggling, sure. But she looks fucking distressed the entire time. 
entire time. Yeah, but it's a part, as we just said, it's a party of drunk, affluent twits, so nobody cares. <laughs> like, right. Yes. And Satan ends up, like, grabbing this chick's tits, and they take a picture. He's handsy. And Pinocchio's like, oh, he's horny. <laughs> Get it? Because he's got horns on the mask. Get it? And then Satan Man walks in. You know, he keeps holding on to uh, Amanda Plummer because she can't walk. And walks right into a fucking, like, banister. And everyone laughs, like, ha, oh, ha, you jokers! Yeah, like, full head-on, just runs right into this banister and falls on the ground. Nobody even goes up to her and says, are you okay? And, like, maybe rips away some of the saran wrap around the mouth to get an answer. They're just like, ah, you kidders. It's part of the goof. And then we get my favorite, uh, joke in the movie. <laughs> where, where Satan Man... He, he basically goes into, like, a back room and is, like, going through, like, their garage supplies. <laughs> and he finds this Drango. <laughs> yeah. And he this motherfucker walks up to, the, like, the punch because he sees everybody drinking it. And he's got it, like, tucked inside, like, his jacket pocket. And just, like, pulls out this honking fucking jug and just pours it in all nonchalantly with this smiling Satan mask on. And just, like, kind of throws it behind the counter. And just, like, you just see people immediately picking it up. And Amanda Plummer, the entire time, is like, (laughs) And in my head, I'm like, Amanda. I know you can barely move, but maybe, like, try to, like, launch yourself into that fucking pitcher and just knock it over or something. Kick him. Kick him in the shin. Pitcher? It's like a fountain, dude. It's, like, bolted to the floor. Yeah, right, right. Like a fondue thing, almost. I mean, but, again, I think it's... in. She can't move is the whole point, but that was just running through my mind. Like, come on, you can do like try to lean into people or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> and this and Pinocchio comes up and is drinking it immediately. Pinocchio drinks it and like half man, half woman drinks it or whatever. Right. And then Alex and Jenna show up in their fucking stupid costumes looking for uh Oh my fucking god. Looking for Satan man. And like when they come in, Pinocchio and the and the half man, half woman like fall down on the floor and start foaming at the fucking mouth, and still nobody gives a shit. Right. No. They get found out um immediately because Catherine Winnick didn't put the fucking chicken feet on and and Satan man even does like he looks at her feet and like looks back up at her looks at her feet looks back at her and then she looks down and is like oh fuck he yeah he like points to it points to the shoes and she's like oh damn it I appear to be wearing loafers (laughs) (laughs) and then to like the ultimate fuck you to them he's just like all right I guess I'm leaving now and just puts like a piece of tape over uh Amanda Plummer's nose and then it's like they're at a goddamn concert like Wasp is playing or some shit yeah she's fist fighting death metal singers like why the fuck wouldn't you take these stupid head things off I don't know but all I do know is while Amanda Plummer is like trying to like get anyone's attention because she can't fucking breathe they're like tossing her around in this dance floor like it's some big joke anyway Alex and Jenna like finally get to mom through the sea of people and like there's a big thing here where like she she can't pull the tape off because she has no nails because she bites them or something right yeah that's a that's a running thread throughout the film that her mother keeps mentioning yeah we forgot to mention that before anyway she can't get the tape off anyway she gets it off man plumber's fine the first words out of her mouth aren't like the punch is poison get rid of it yeah right <laughs> to be fair she couldn't breathe for like a straight minute so Sure, sure. No, I, I I get it, but that was like, come on, uh, when you catch your breath, like, or or maybe even be like pantomime towards it, like, uh, uh, like you know, knock that out of their hand. I I I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking this shit. Maybe that is all she could muster. I think the lack of air finally killed the last three brain cells, and that was it. And then they chase Satan Man out, and uh, they they go up to like these drag queens that are are the valets, and uh, Catherine Winnick's like, you got keys to a red uh, Chevrolet, and he's like, you got a ticket, lady. <laughs> 
and they're playing cards. And then she takes the key and runs off, and they're like, crazy, bitch. Yeah, it's just a lot. Yeah, I, I, I get where you guys are coming from. I didn't personally mind it, but you're right. It is a long scene. Um, Because then, like, it, it, then it even takes a little bit longer to get through all this because like well because alex chases him on foot yeah he like goes out like she like he runs after him like how does he even know where he's going i guess they know to go back to the house but well you know go to the costume shop clearly that's where this guy hangs out around i guess so alex is on foot and jenna's in the car and dougie isn't dougie running around too he's back at the house and people keep knocking on the door, and he's like, oh, oh, I'm not going to let you in! And he runs upstairs and basically hides under the covers like Kevin McAllister. That is the safest thing for him to do. Just don't... Yeah, <laughs> the smartest thing he does the whole movie. Yep, go sit in the fucking closet and shut up until morning. Sit down, shut up, don't move! It's your fault, this is all happening, by the way. You're such a moron! <laughs> so Alex catches up to Satan Man, and he's got the pistol out, and he's like... Tell me who you are. Who the hell are you? And Satan Man, because he he fucking was there when this guy did it, he does what the dad did to him and pretends to hit Alex. And, you know, Alex just immediately was like, Dad? Dude, he immediately folds. And Satan Man shakes his head, yes. <laughs> and then he does this, like, creepy thing where he, sh- where he disarms Alex and he shoots himself in the hand as, like, Hey, I got power over you. Like, try to stop me, kind of thing. I, I guess he did. Yeah, he does it like this, like macho fucking thing where he like shoots himself in the hand. Doesn't make a sound, and then, but it's part of the bigger plan. <laughs> question mark. Uh, apparently. So he gives him back the gun and just fucks off, <laughs> and then. <laughs> That's the end of that scene. Yeah. We cut back to Dougie, and he's like, now all of a sudden he, like, has faith in God, and he's like, he's like, oh, God, please send the police, you know, help my family, send the police or whatever. Right. But, but before that scene happens, Catherine Winnick picks up Alex, and he's like, it's my dad, it's my fucking dad. She's like, well, where would he go? My house. And they, they, they fucking drive over there, but, you know... In between the time that they get to to Alex's house, from there is where this scene does happen that Joe started setting up, where he's like, Dougie's like, oh, maybe God's at the door. He could be hide, hiding as a trick-or-treater, too. And he runs downstairs, and he opens the door, and uh, believe it or not, but Jesus Christ himself is standing there. <laughs> Our Lord and Savior is standing at the door. This is where the movie starts to jump the shark for me. I was like, are you fucking kidding me with these costume shenanigans? Like, also, it appears that he changes height dramatically. Uh, possibly. Oh, sure. I think it's a different guy, is why. Which, another thing that does happen before that, which I did forget to mention, is for plot uh, consistency's sake, uh, on the timeline of all this, actually, before, before Jesus shows up at Dougie's doorstep, um, they do, they do get to, uh, Alex's house, and they find the Satan man, uh, hung up on a tree like those, uh, patients that fucking Batman went after in the Dark Knight, uh, very clearly not moving, they don't get out and, like, try to remove the mask, they just immediately shoot him, and are like, ah, okay, that was easy, they pull the mask off, it was my dad! <laughs> But this- and then we get the scene with Jesus at the, at the house. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, that obviously is not the dude. But also, do you see the wounds on the fucking head? Did you shoot him in the head? No. So why has he got blood all over his head? Yeah, probably. I mean, I guess you're just distraught at that point, right? You just killed your father as far as you're concerned? Well, yeah, he sits there like for the pretty much the remainder of the film just like mourning over his dad. Silver lining, though, that's a breakthrough that you can't buy, okay? No. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. That's that's closure that you can't get from any doctor on earth. Right. No, I agree, Connor. <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. How do you feel, Alex? I feel nothing. <laughs> yeah, right? He's just fucking sterile from that moment out. Uh, so Dougie's like, oh, hey, hey, are you Jesus? Are you God? Oh, man, can God come as a trick-or-treater? And he's like, yup. And he's like, is that why you're wearing a mask? He's like, yup, because you don't want anybody to see your face? Yup. You can't talk like Satan can't talk, right? Oh, okay, it's believable. And he's like, yup, because you don't have to? <laughs> okay. There's no way I would fall for this twice. <laughs> he grabs his hand and where he shot, where the killer shot himself. And he's like, is that blood? He's like, sure is. Oh, my God. And he's like, real, like, re- for real, real blood? And he's like, yup. And he's like, oh. Is that stigmata? Is that a stigmata? Yes, that time where, where Jesus was crucified in only one hand. <laughs> But I think that's what they're implying. Didn't stop to check the other hand. No. Well, right. Or the feet. Oh, he's easily swayed, so let's let's be honest. So then Dougie just straight up tells this dude that, oh, yeah, yeah, Alex and my sister are at his dad's house. All right. Oh, uh, you got to leave, Jesus? Okay. Take it easy. I'll be here all night. <laughs> thanks for sa- thanks for saving us. And Catherine Winnick fucking pulls up in the car and rushes inside to check on her brother. And, uh... He's like, yeah, yeah, Jesus was just here. On his shit again, babbling. He's like, yeah, God's going to save us. He, 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 you know, the devil, he sent the day, uh, he sent Satan back to hell. Everything's fine. And she's like, is, was God wearing a mask? And he's like, or what did he look like? And she's like, yeah, you know, like Jesus, but it was a mask, like a costume. And then they're like, uh, did he have a gunshot wound in his hand? He's like, where'd you get that blood? He's like, yep. He had a stigmata just onto one hand. And they're like, oh, fuck. Uh, stig- stigmano. Stigma. <laughs> and then she, like, puts it together in her head, like, Alex thinks that freak is dead! I gotta call him! Yeah. And, of course, because they just started dating, she doesn't have his number, so she breaks out the fucking, uh, the phone book and is trying to find his, uh, his, his number in there. Uh, and, like, doesn't she, like, end up calling the house and there's, like, no answer? Well, he's outside mourning his father, he thinks he just murdered. And then Terry O'Quinn, the sassy motherfucker... <laughs> Comes up quiet as a church mouse and sits right next to this guy. And puts his hand on his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. And then I guess he realizes, oh, fuck, and then just uh, starts getting choked out by Jesus. Well, he sure he does. Jesus gives him the old one-two and then fucking... <laughs> and then we cut to, we cut back to the house where Jenna and Dougie are. And, now, and Mom is there now, right? Yeah! <laughs> she implies the entire party was killed by the punch. Yes. Oh, it was horrible! But, like... So, did everybody simultaneously drink it at the same time and then drop dead? Like, <laughs> those people were convulsing on the ground. I couldn't knock them out of their hands fast enough. They had one big stupid toast, and that was it. <laughs> they all shotgunned it? Yeah. <laughs> it just dropped immediately. To Halloween! <laughs> Happy Halloween, you fuckers. To long, healthy lives. Did you hear that? It felt like a thousand lives sc- or screamed out. And then was suddenly silenced by Terry O'Quinn. By Terry O'Quinn, yeah. He's like whatever mass is around. He's like, you've really done yourself this time, buddy. <laughs> he's patting himself on the back. Yeah, this is uh, this is really this is ridiculous. I put it in my scrapbook. I didn't plan any of this. <laughs> Happy accidents, you know. And then we get our uh, final confrontation with this character, uh, more or less, because they hear him kind of. Uh, Going around the house, fucking with some shit, going into the cellar. Mm -hmm. And so Amanda Plummer and Catherine Winnick are are ready to fucking kill this guy. And and Dougie's like, no, just we can just leave. And they're like, he went back to hell. (laughs) Catherine Winnick has this great line. She goes, he killed daddy, Dougie. His ass is grass. (laughs) 
she like arms or something. What is it? Like a uh, like a bat, a baseball bat? And mom has like a pitchfork. She has like a fire poker or something. One of them has a fire poker and the other one has like a bat or like a wooden handle of something. Oh, oh Amanda Plummer has a knife. The, oh, that's right. Okay, there you go. Yeah, she has a po- poker and Amanda Plummer has a knife. So they end up going into the basement and they see the guy in the Jesus costume just like sitting in a corner and they just bum rush him and start beating the fuck out of him with yeah with this thing and like stabbing him in the chest and shit so you know how i said earlier in the episode they cut out a, 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 the money shot yeah at the end of the movie we don't see in the in the youtube cut amanda Plummer stab him at all it's just Catherine winnick you know beats the shit out of him with this poker and cut to him dead with a fucking knife in his gut. It's super abrupt and sloppy. Oh, that like, like that's such a powerful scene too, because she it, like she is clearly disturbed that she has to like kill this guy. Sure. And she's like taking out her all of her rage from like the, the, the her husband dying and just like stabbing him this guy in the chest and the stomach like six times. You better believe he was alive when that happened. He could have been saved. Oh yeah. Because he's got the tape over the mouth and everything. So uh, who so who done it? Was it was it you know Farmer Jeb who was losing his farm to a newfangled uh, factory? No. Was it Red Herring? <laughs> was it Red Herring? Yeah, r- Red, uh, uh, nickname Alex Herring. Yeah. As they pull off the mask and, and, oh, fuck, you killed your your boyfriend that you just went on your first date with, I guess? Yeah. Uh, let's weep like you've been dating him for, like, five or six years. <laughs> Mom's like, oh, Mo, you've killed your, um, your, uh, uh... What even was he? And she's like, she's like oh, 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 oh. To be fair, they just killed this innocent guy. You ended in a human life. It's a thing to be upset about. I'm not trying to downplay that. I just thought the reaction was a bit much for a guy you just just basically met. Again, they just beat somebody that they knew to death and stabbed the shit out of him. Sure, sure, sure. It's fucked up either way. Don't get me wrong here. It's not like he he broke up with her or like, you know what I mean? Like, they killed this man. Well, she broke up with him with that. Uh, but yeah, so, gotcha. The the killer is not in the, the, the God or Jesus costume. Um, and then they kind of are shook to shit. And, uh... Ding dong! The fucking bell rings again upstairs. This entire sequence is the most Agent 47-y shit. (laughs) (laughs) He swaps costumes to get somebody killed. Dude, you were talking about Maniac Cop too. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. So at this point, like, any sympathy I would have had for this family is completely fucking dried up because these people are fucking ninny hammers, okay? Because, like, after, like, this entire evening full of, like... Stranger danger, people in masks, shenanigans. So this cop walks up to the door, and they're like, <laughs> "They're like, oh, yo, thank God, fucking a cop here." After we've been told every cop has been killed. Yeah, Dougie's like, "It's okay, the cops are here. We're, we're saved." Yeah, and like you just see the back of his head, and then before he like walks in the house to follow him, he stops and like takes out a spray can, like sprays another six under their you know house number because their house number six so six 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 that was a bit much for me dude it's like ends like an episode of the goosebumps yeah yeah and but then he turns around and he has a fucking face mask on <laughs> yeah okay i i, I do kind of want to spoil a little bit of the interview just to talk about that real briefly yes because we asked jeff lieberman about that in the interview and he actually was like you know what i don't know what the fuck i was thinking with that him wearing a mask <laughs> he could have just it could have just been like the guy they don't know what he looks like and you just don't show his face yeah because like obviously you see him with a mask on yeah like you just said connor they're fucking stupid because why don't they immediately think oh shit that's the guy again right yeah because like like okay a cop with no mask on like you'd have no reason to be suspicious but like 
Why on earth would an officer of the law show up to a genuine emergency with a face mask on that's just a human face? <laughs> right. Right. <clears throat> you could see that, like, it's like a prosthetic, like, near, like, the cheekbones. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, his face is just regular, and then, like, it's it's implied that it's supposed to be a quote-unquote mask. And it's like, why, dude, you don't even fucking need that. Don't show the audience the face, but let them see it, because they're fucking dead anyway. Well... <laughs> It's like the the initial Myers reveal, like in the first movie, like his mask comes off. But you're like, he's just a fucking guy. That's it. Yep. With a fucked up eye. Yeah. <laughs> From the hangar. And then uh, the movie just kind of ends, which I, I kind of hate. But after talking to Jeff about why that that was the case, I don't hate it as much. <laughs> no, but you're going to have to listen to the interview to find out what we're talking about. <laughs> and, it, and it regards the entire end sequence. Which, which what he had in mind but wasn't able to do, I, I kind of love. <laughs> But, uh, well, like Joe said, we'll save that for the interview. Yeah. Um, so I really like the way he would have ended it. But just on that note, I, I feel like we're already kind of checking our watches. I think just because of that bloated, uh, sure. that bloated sequence at the, at the thing. But uh, we do get a final line, though. Yes, we do. As the credits are rolling, why doesn't he say anything? Bum, bum, bum. And then Dougie goes, well, he doesn't want Satan to hear him. Anyway. Huh. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't line up with uh, some other guy who hasn't been speaking all day that that killed everybody in the neighborhood. But yeah, okay. <laughs> this sounds so familiar. Uh, the only thing that cheapens that for me is that six 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 the spray can thing. I don't think that needed to be there. <laughs> Again, very goosebumps like I, I, Twilight Zone. I kind of think it's hilarious. But it is very, like, out of left field. Oh, totally. Also, it's it's not something you can do quietly. Like, it's a spray can. Like, you, like, shh, right. and, like they turn around and, like, hides it behind his back. He's like, what? Nothing. And they're waiting for you to come inside. <laughs> Did you just spray something on her house? Just shakes his head. No. Yeah. Doesn't say no. Just says, doesn't even say anything. He just stands there. They're like, well, like, I kind of can smell, like, spray paint. Like, I know what it smells like. And in fact, now that I mentioned it, I can smell wine. <laughs> Weird, right? <laughs> a pair of underwear falls out of his pocket. Oh, no. You're a strange man, policeman. But come in the house anyway. You don't have any of the characteristics of the murderer that was chasing us the whole fucking movie. <laughs> Gives him a really hard thumbs up without saying anything. <laughs> hey, Satan was doing that earlier. Wait a minute. What a coincidence. What a freeze frame that would be to end this movie on. Is him and the cop get up giving the big thumbs. <laughs> So, yeah, so this is our trick or trash, guys. So, uh, what piece of candy is this in our treat bags? All right. Here we go. I've been fucking waiting for this. Being that he was a guest on the show, I don't know. I don't want to slander someone's work because clearly he made the movie he wanted to make. Dude, just give your fucking opinion. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's it's totally fine. I think this movie fucking sucks. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> You're allowed. You're allowed, man. I was Bored to death at times, like, uh, I think the first time I watched this, like, during the party sequences, like, I, my eyelids came down. I was like, oh, no, like, I can't believe this is still going on. Um, I don't think the satire is all that good most of the time. Uh, I think it's just kind of mean and weird, and I don't think that, I, I just don't think it lands a lot. And because I don't feel like it ever really comes alive, I just found myself just trying to suffer through it as opposed to watching it and enjoying it. Um... This, the devil man, Satan man, is easily, far and away, the best thing about the movie. His physical acting is tremendous. Um, everyone else is fine. Uh, Dougie annoys the piss out of me. Uh, I can't stand his stupid face and his, his lack of situational awareness. Even in, like, what's supposed to be, like, a satire or black comedy, like, I just want to shove him off a bridge. Um, like, or feed him to a pack of wolves or something. He's so irritating. But, so, now that I've settled that, uh, if this was a candy... 
Um, it's a box of milk duds that I got, and then when I bit into one, I discovered that it was like 5,000 years old, and it rips one of my fillings out. <laughs> this is not for me at all. <laughs> um, this is uh, one of those bite-sized Twizzler packets. Um, I'm a big Twizzler fan. I can eat a whole fucking bag of those things, but I think the bite size uh, version of them is just enough for me uh, right now. Um, I really like this movie a lot. I think it's a very good um, Halloween movie. I love what Jeff does with the the scenes, like the, the the kill scenes being outside and turning them into like displays and like people thinking it's just a goof and it's a joke and what have you. Um, I really love a lot of the ideas going on here and most of them are executed really well. And like, I'll even give him a little bit more because it's low budget and obviously there were corners cut and, and, and compromises had to be made for a lot of uh, scenes and, and what have you. But like the, the humor is pitch black and I'm all about that shit. Um, but also, whereas it can be funny, um, it's equally as fucking chilling, um, especially for the sequences where there's no music and, and this guy who is, in a costume and that you know is a maniac and the characters don't know is a maniac are some of the most effective pieces of this film. But uh, on to the bad, I guess. I mean, it does drag a little bit towards the end. I mean, I feel like a lot of that could have been cut, but I feel like it's there because they weren't able to shoot more stuff, um, more scenes. So they kind of took whatever they had from that and kind of elongated it just to pad out the runtime a bit. At least that's the way it feels uh, sometimes. But, like, I don't think that's a strike against it. The, the stuff at the very end kind of goes out on a fart because of the because of the the spray can and the 666 thing for me but like if the guy if the cop like didn't have the mask thing on his cheek or whatever and he didn't do that i think it'd be a solid ass ending um it's a ton of fun um i i I like this movie a lot it's it's you know connor mentioned he didn't like the the satire in it but i think it's kind of on point um I don't think it's particularly trying to say anything specific as far as like um, in a serious way, but more playing with uh, 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 what it's kind of tackling. Um, but yeah, I dig it. Uh, so yeah, but it's a fun sized Twizzler and it's uh, delicious. It's a staple of my Halloween watching every year. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I like this a lot more than I thought I would, if that makes any sense. Uh, you know, sometimes you go into a movie and you're just not really like, okay, uh, I, I, I don't know about this. And then, it, like, it it either hits that groove or it doesn't. And for me, it did. So I think this movie's like Sour Patch Kids for me. Oh, yeah. There, there's a bit of a caveat because I, I generally am the type of person that if I'm eating that kind of candy or Skittles or, you know, the variety fruit candies, I'll just stick my fucking hand in the bag and whatever ends up in my hand, uh, you know, that's what I'm eating. A, a mixture. I don't, I don't like to pick it apart. My girlfriend does that. You know, I go into the fucking Sour Patch bag, and it's all yellow and orange is the only thing left. And I'm like, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) That's the worst. Yeah, yeah. They're good when you have all the other flavors together, but alone, it's like, for me personally, it's a little rough. And I like orange and lemon, like the flavors, but I I don't know, Sour Patch, for some reason, on their own, they're not so good. And, uh... I, I, I don't have any complaints I had about this movie. I kind of expressed in this episode. 
Um, you know, they're, they're just kind of like some plot holy things here and there, like the stuff with the police station. Uh, I, I like how that writes the police out of the movie, but maybe it just needed a little bit more explanation. Uh, but to Joe's point, maybe the budget just wasn't there. You know, maybe Jeff just, you know, Jeff Lieberman had just enough budget to get a shot with people, you know, keeled over at a quote-unquote police station. Um, we're not talking about, like, Rumpelstiltskin here where there's an entire kill scene. <laughs> um, or or what was the movie you mentioned earlier, Connor? Um, oh, uh, Maniac Cop 2. Right, right. Or, or, you know, take your pick. Terminator always comes to mind. Um... And, and I guess like those those pieces that I don't like about this movie are those yellow and orange uh, 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 sour patch kids. But as a whole, when I'm eating them, like sticking the hand in the bag and just pulling out whatever ends up in my palm and, and biting down, uh, I'm happy about it. Generally speaking, but you know, once in a while, you might get a handful of all yellows, and it's like, ah, what did I just bite into? And uh, I, I I know this is trick or trash. We're not necessarily saying shelf or dumpster, but since, you know, based on what I'm saying here, I think this, uh, we're, we're going to the closet. <laughs> and, uh, Baldwin, you know, I, I you know, I, I, I dud it, I dud him up a little bit. I, I got him some Halloween decorations. Um, you know, he's got a nice witch's hat. And, uh, sadly, it'd probably be better, be put to better use, like, on an, on an actual person. Cause, you know, now that it's been on his head for like a week, it's, uh, <laughs> the smell's already gotten in there, so uh, it's going to have to get thrown out with the rest of the Baldwin statue at some point. I, I don't know where these Sour Patch kids are going on the Baldwin statue. I might just be, like, sticking it to his face and, and just hoping, you know, for some magic. Maybe they stick there. Maybe they just hit the floor and just turn into dust, you know, as, as they're hitting all the, the other gelatinous shit that's in that puddle at this point. But, uh, yeah, Sour Patch kids, they're, 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 uh, old standby, they don't have gelatin in it, so they're, they're vegetarian safe, and, uh, I enjoy them quite a bit, much like this movie, and, uh, I don't know if I would necessarily put this on rotation every year, but maybe every other year, I'd probably fire this one up, but I, I would at least recommend checking it out. I think you should definitely add it to your Halloween lineup if you haven't seen it, even if you don't like it, or sounded like you wouldn't like it, I think you should definitely just see it just to see it. Yes. Uh, and make your own, uh, form your own opinion. But uh, also stay tuned because uh, that Jeff Lieberman interview is dropping uh, on Monday. So keep an eye out for it. So, yeah, and make sure you get that secret code word in because we're pulling a name uh, next or this coming Wednesday. So you got a little bit of time to listen to the episode, get that code word in, and then we're going to do a random poll and you can get the large prize pack uh, from us uh, specifically for Satan's Little Helper. And definitely go check out that Instagram because you're going to see out, you're going to find out what you can win, including a replica of the uh, Satan man's mask and an exclusive vhs made by tapeworm video um amongst a few other uh, movie dumpster items and some goblin uh, goblin head candles Ooh, yeah if you want to support the show financially you know hop over to that patreon give uh we got two five and ten dollar tiers and for no money at all you're going to jump on uh, apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and uh, leave us a five-star review that would be amazing That'd be a good Halloween treat. What do you think? Instead of a trick? Uh, I mean, it could be a trick or a treat. You know, you know. think about that one. Yeah. And, uh, of course, anytime you guys do leave us a review, we will repost it and uh, shout you out. And if we miss you somehow, just uh, shoot us a picture of it. Fuck it. You know, send us an email with the picture and we'll say, oh, there you are, you beautiful person, you. We're only human. You, you miss it. You know, come and tug on, tug on the, uh, the the shirt uh, sleeve a little bit there. Tug on the Halloween bag. Oh, there you go. Tug on the uh, the Satan uh, mask or uh, a sedum coat, if you will. <laughs> yeah. um, but we always love to thank our patrons for all their support. So I'd like to thank, uh, on the behalf of Joe and Connor and myself, 
Hunter Davenport, Brendan Lemune, The Autistic Gamer 89, Christopher, Jacob Chavez, Leonardo Roberto Talavera Barocio. <laughs> Did you hear that? Amanda Tweed, Joe Has a Mustache, Dustin Elkins, Nick Lowry, Dalton Bell, Serge Murillo, Matt Collins, Tyler Monty, and our newest patron, Lucia Fulci's butt. <laughs> Thank you very much for being our patrons. We really appreciate it. That's a good. That's a, my good buddy Evan. So that's funny. Thanks, Evan. I, it took me a minute to parse out the username, and when I did, I had the same reaction Connor's having now. That's amazing. <laughs> that big old Lucio Fulci butt. Yeah. Ooh, chomp right down on it like a candy apple. <laughs> Joe, Joe the plumber's going to take a nice bite out of it. Yeah. If we focus on it, does it come with a goblin soundtrack? <laughs> it just might. A Fabio Frizzi soundtrack, dude. Watch out for that circus peanut floating by. So that's it. That's Satan's Little Helper from 2004, directed by Jeff Lieberman. Hey, everybody, if you want some more bad movie goodness, you can check us out at moviedumpsterpodcast.com. Subscribe to us anywhere you listen to your podcast, and make sure to leave us a five-star review if you dig the show, because it helps us get out of the bottom of the dumpster and into more eardrums. Yeah, and if you're on the social medias, you can follow us at Movie Dumpster on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm Joel Escola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. I'm Connor McGraw. Thanks for visiting the dumpster. Where did you get that coat? Looks like you robbed it from a Hasid. Isn't that a little chancy? I mean, this is Halloween. Isn't that when all the creepy things are supposed to stock the earth? It deals with demons. Demon resurrection of those forces which roam the forest and dark bowers of man's domain. The first few pages warn that these enduring creatures may lie dormant but are never truly dead. It's Halloween, gentlemen. It's Halloween. Have you forgotten? They're coming to get you, Barbara. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare. Trick or treat.